Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is going to be a great day here on Kaplan and Crew from the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. Just going to get rolling here. I start with Seven Mile Casino because I want you to go there. In fact, this weekend, I don't know if you already got plans. Today's Thursday, right? I don't know if you got plans already for this weekend. I'll tell you what my plans are so in case we can run into each other. I'm going to be down at Wonderfront in downtown San Diego, the festival that's going on for three days. Probably get down there Friday evening, hang out Saturday, probably during the day, and I'll, I'll probably stay through Saturday evening. And then I want to see Gwen Stefani on Sunday. So I'll be there all weekend. But the thing is, is that what else are you doing? You know, maybe I'll get done and then just keep cruising south seven minutes to Seven Mile Casino. Maybe you're coming north and you're like, you know what? On the way home, let's stop at Seven Mile Casino. Sammy's Restaurant and Bar, great menu. You know Sammy's Woodfire Pizza. Blackjack Poker Table Games on the other side. Smoke-free, I always tell you about that. And obviously, I'm telling you, it is an incredible location. Seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com. Good luck. You are a winner. If you have any problems with gambling, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'll see you down there. Seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com. Now it is Thursday, and I'm going into the weekend. And I just mentioned that I'm going to go to this Wonderfront Festival. Well, you know where I'm going first. Tory Holistics. Got to go to Tory Holistics to load up for a big show like this. This is going to be fun. So sometimes it's pain management. Sometimes it's sleeping and, and a lack of sleeping and you need a product to help you out. Sometimes it's just fun and that's okay. Tory Holistics, California Holistics, use our promo code, got your back. You're saving 20% when you spend $75 or more. And a quick reminder to everybody, if you go into Tory Holistics exclusively and you bring a 16 ounce plastic jar of peanut butter, they will give you a, a pre-roll for only one penny. This is the got your back organization that helps put food in the hands of kids at the holidays. You'd be shocked to know and to learn how many kids in San Diego County are homeless or are going without food. And so this peanut butter goes directly into the hands of these families and kids. And it's a great source of protein. I could keep going on about peanut butter, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you bringing a 16 ounce plastic jar and you get a pre-roll for a penny. You're doing something good for the community. So is Tory Holistics. And you're getting your favorite stuff at Tory Holistics and California Holistics. Got your back. Save 20% by using our promo code. Penske San Diego. If you're thinking about buying a new car or leasing a new car in San Diego County, there are 12 Penske San Diego dealerships. And I'm going to tell you right now all the different brands that Penske has. Acura, Audi, BMW, Honda, Lexus, Mini, Mazda, Mercedes, and Toyota. You got 12 dealerships. You got nine brands. You got every kind of car brand you would ever want. And you should go to Penske San Diego, meaning you go to PenskeSanDiego.com before you even head out to look. PenskeSanDiego.com. Yesterday, my man, Gary Cooper, Mountain Trust Mortgage and Realty Services came by yesterday's show. And he said something interesting. Tuesday. Uh, what's today? Thursday. Didn't know that. Uh, Gary said, you know, uh, <laughs> he said he, his favorite event of the year is the uh, San Diego Wine Festival. He goes, but check that. My other favorite event of the year, and I look forward to it every year, is the boat trip on the Yacht America with the whole crew. Well, we're doing it all over again. And yes, Gary will be there. And for those of you that are going to be coming, um, you're going to get a chance to meet Gary. And you'll hear from him directly why he says it is still a great time to buy a house because while the prices have come down, yes, it's true, the rates have gone up. But when the rates come back down, those prices are going back up. So if you can afford to do it now, let's talk about it. MountainTrustRealty.com, 858-376-1299, 858-376-1299. Let me talk for a moment here about Ride One Up e-bikes. Oh, man. In fact, Check that. Alex, you tell us mm. about Ride One Up e-bikes. What would you like to know, Scott? Well, I saw yesterday a bunch of photos of you out there doing some e-biking. Oh, you know, just a quick, quick, casual uh, 
11 mile bike ride through the most beautiful parts of this part of San Diego. Made my way through North Park and our brand new bike lanes that we get to enjoy. The North Park, the North Park Park went down to South Park. Got, I got a little special spot, you know, that I like to take uh, uh, some time to myself and oh, enjoy. Yeah. Took some pictures at. I went up Zoo Way, and that hill, man, has kicked my ass so many times on a normal bike. And what did I do? I just hit the throttle, and I just pedaled up that bike in about up that hill in about two minutes. I did drain about twenty percent of the battery in that hill because it is like this big. So. Um, it was a great day. Yeah. Fantastic. Hey, listen, if you're thinking about the holidays now and you're thinking about what you're going to get as a gift or give as a gift, kids, whatever, a spouse, or maybe you're going to buy a pair, the coupon code is great friends. If you go to the website, ride the number one up, ride one up.co slash great friends. The coupon code at checkout is great friends. You're going to get $50 off your e-bike purchase. But right now, um, this is going on. This promo is happening right now up to four hundred dollars off brand new e-bikes it depends on which model you're looking at but up to four hundred dollars off so you could save four hundred and fifty dollars on your brand new ride one up e-bike ride one up.co slash great friends promo code is great friends and you're saving and uh, this is a great great gift i'm sure browner will brag about his later on today and lastly i thrive md um, here's the thing on I Thrive MD. Dr. Max A will actually stop by today. We'll monitor Alex's weight loss. 858-240-1497. 858-240-1497. If you're looking to lose weight, guaranteed and FDA approved, iThriveMD.com. Let's start the show. What's going on, all the great friends out there? This is Kaplan and crew coming to you on the airwaves of the Mightier 1090. Tonight, we'll be on TV on Channel 4 San Diego. We're just getting going on the stream of YouTube and all the audio podcast platforms. We're ready to roll. So, hey, do me a favor, will you? If you're going to go onto our YouTube channel, and I know we're just getting started, and all the chatlins will come in, and we'll all start talking in the live chat, but please make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. <laughs> We're at about 6,500 YouTube subscribers. I'm trying to get us to 7,500 by year's end. And what's great about subscribing on YouTube is every time we put out a new piece of content on YouTube, you get a push notification on your phone. Now, I know push notifications can be annoying. Alex, you've told me that you don't have any notifications on, on None. any apps. Is that true? Zero. Browner, how about you, man? You got you got a... Uh, you got notifications on on apps on your phone? Bro, I don't even tell people my business. You know I ain't got no notifications <laughs> on no apps. Come on, dog, for real? Bro, I miss emails, direct messages by weeks. Bro, I, I don't know. Leave me alone. If you ain't got my phone number, I don't, I don't need to talk to you. I've instructed anybody that needs anything for this show, you know, whether it be the Cox people, whether it be New York people, whether it be Bill Hagen, don't email me. I don't check it like as frequently as you think someone might check their email because I don't have notifications for my email. So mm -hmm. just text me. Right. If you really call need me. me, if it's that urgent, mm -hmm. you'll text me. Look, I, I, me. I don't I don't really mess. I don't mess. Y'all know me better. Y'all know me better than, than most people. I don't mess with a lot. I, I don't really mess with a lot of people. You got to call me. I, I don't. I'm not doing <laughs> that. You got to call me. I'm that guy. <laughs> you, you, really? You're still the guy who takes calls? You got to call me. I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing it. Nope. 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 Okay. Nope. Well, the other day I have, do you guys use this app ever um, called Telegram? Does anybody have that app? No, Telegram? that's a racist app. No, it's, I don't know if it's being racist. I'm not. Isn't it just like I, a form of communication? Like WhatsApp? Right. You're right. 
What do you mean right, right? You went from it's racist to right, right? Right. Because the, because a bunch <laughs> of a bunch of people operating illegally were using that during January sixth. Okay. Well, I don't know anything about. It. I know so that makes don't. it That's racist. Right. I'm informing you. It's I'm like texting, you. dude. Yeah, I, I don't. So texts are racist that. now too. Then it depends on what yeah, you text. It's not a course. social media platform, Browner. It's a it's it, a message it's, sharing service. Yeah, it's a text it's to me. To, to me, Telegram is kind of like WhatsApp, 4chan, all that stuff. No, yeah. I don't know no, what that was. Not at all, is. Browner. Not even remotely at all. Do you use 4chan? It's not like a, a I'm chan. It's not a no, but it's not a chan, and it's not a Reddit, know. and it's not a social media. You can't if I if I I can't go on there and be like January sixth was was awesome because you was have it? to actually send it to somebody. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. It's, it is. It's a Brown, texting Browner's service. Browner's got this all wrong. It's okay. Okay, so here, here, let me tell you why I mention it. Y'all don't be <laughs> because, watching the hearings because I I had the um I had the notifications on on Telegram because I have a guy in London who I communicate with, and that's his preferred form of texting. You know. And I don't know anything about encryption and I don't yep. know anything about costs. I don't know anything about any of that. Okay. What I do know is, is that it works really well. And that when, when this guy would text me from London, I would get a little notification from telegram, right? Mm -hmm. Somehow. And I don't know how this is, but I guess telegram must be connected to like, I, I don't know, like everything that you've ever done. And all of a sudden I'm on this text chain with a whole group of people that are all talking cryptocurrency. Right. And there must be, I don't know, 20, 30 people could be 50 people for all I know. And they're all talking uh, crypto. Group chat. Right. And it's a group chat. How's and your so phone as, not dead all the time? Well, well, as a result, my phone, bing, 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 bing. I mean, every freaking second, it's one person talking about this crypto and one person talking about that crypto. And should we buy it? And I'm like, who are you people? It's funny. I was, uh, I have WhatsApp for the same person you have WhatsApp or Telegram for. Yeah. But I do have notifications on, but I have to go in there and change it because the only Telegram that I get besides that guy mm -hmm. is people joining Telegram. Yeah. So Wednesday, you know, Landon Donovan or like Jeff Garcia, Rashad Penny, like all these people like that I have on my contact list that are joining this racist Telegram app. That's right. I ain't never, you ain't gonna never see my name pop up on there. Okay. Well, I, um, I will tell you that I literally had to go in yesterday and, and for me to do this, like it takes time. Like I have to sit down and think and concentrate and I have to go into my <laughs> settings and then I have to go find the app and then I got to go find the messages, notifications, <laughs> and then I got to turn them off. I mean, like it's a, it's a process for someone like me, you know? So, and what does someone like I, me mean? Can you, can you, okay. Cause that was my, you can you walk me through what the does steps? It mean? Say it out loud though. Can you no, walk no, me no. through the steps of how you got there? Because I can, I can pretty much tell you a very shortcut way to do it. But please tell me how you did it. I went to settings on my phone. Mm -hmm. Then I went down below and I found the app for Telegram. Mm -hmm. It's alphabetized, so that made things a little bit easier. How okay, many I apps found do it. you have? Oh, oh a lot. Jesus, you app, you probably app king, bro. Yeah. So I went to Telegram, oh. and then I went to um, notifications. And then I turned them off. So it's like a four-step process for somebody like me. And Alex, when you say, as you sit there and giggle at me, yeah. and you go, well, define what somebody like you means. Yeah. Somebody like me. Well, you said it, not me. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody like me. Yeah. By the way, in the future, when you want to do that, Old, yeah. you go into settings, 
pull your screen down a little, go in the search yeah. bar and type in Telegram and settings, and it will go directly to it. You don't have to do all that. It's the same stuff, dude. It's, it's, it's shorter. It's, it's the same way. It, it is, but it's a shorter process, so you don't have to go through all that. So for someone like me, Alex, uh -huh. I wasn't thinking old, okay? Although you were thinking old. Thank you. Everybody was. Yeah. What I was thinking was someone with my brain, someone who has the kind of ADHD that I have, you know, that I would just keep letting this telegram bing, 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 buy, sell. Who the hell are you? Do I know you? Why are you on my phone? How come this thing doesn't stop? I, for me, I had to go shut this thing off. Mm -hmm. But this gets back to the beginning of the story. For those of you that are great friends and you listen on radio and you watch on YouTube, you catch us on TV, you catch up on the show on audio podcast, you follow along on all the social media platforms, turn on the notifications when you subscribe to YouTube. What are you giving me a face for? What's laughing. with the face? I'm just laughing because we just spent a good, what's this? Seven minutes ragging on notifications, and no, now you're literally no, telling no. people. No, to I turn think on that. I, I, I honestly think we're doing. I honestly think that I'm in the minority. I genuinely believe I'm in the minority of non-notifications user. I think a lot of people, especially like with Twitter, going through their whole change. I don't put have notif notifications on Twitter. No, but I'm saying they put notifications on for like alerts. You know, like I think yeah, people I are that. big on alerts. I think people are big on score alerts. I think people are big on hey, oh, new podcast. Like, like I want to listen to it right now. I That's think, the point. Yeah. That's the point, Browner. We didn't just beat up on notifications for seven minutes. We beat up on Telegram for seven minutes. <laughs> Scott just sent me a Telegram. Yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> hey. And, and so the funny thing is, is that I want people to keep their YouTube notifications on because here's why. If what, what we do every day on radio and on YouTube, um, that's the full show. But what we also do, just like for TV, where we take the best hour of the show and then we plaster it on TV, we take like the best five minutes or 10 minutes or the most opinionated piece or whatever. And then we write some really sexy clickbait kind of like uh, like headlines. And then we push them through YouTube. And then what happens is my phone will get a notification or my computer will get a notification. Hey, Kaplan and crew just released this uh, video. The Padres are the team to beat in the National League West, like something like that. And then you, you're like, oh, I'm here doing nothing right now. Click. And then you spend five minutes with us and it's 10 o'clock at night and you didn't expect that content, but we sent it to you. So we need uh, to have a off air discussion. I'm sure you'd like to yeah. have an on air discussion. I would about love this. to. I okay. So I'll to. just ask you straight up. Can we increase yeah. our budget for our clips person? Be <laughs> because <laughs> uh, for 2023, mm -hmm. I, uh, I, I wanted to do it this year, that he's busy and there's not a lot of time and I don't know how much transactional funds are being sent that way. Mm -hmm. But I think we need to, I, I put three to four clips on Twitter every day mm -hmm. and those clips need to be on YouTube as well. Like we need to increase our daily clips to like four or five clips a day. Uh, you're saying we need more content on YouTube. Yes. Because okay. there's, there is a, uh, what's your called? What's your favorite word? There's a bandwidth issue here. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, uh, if we can increase that bandwidth, I think it'll be very helpful for us to have more clips and almost bury the full show. Like, because no one's sitting through three hours of the show. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could look at our metrics. It's not that many people. There are some. So I think we need to increase the daily clips by triple or quadruple. Okay. But, 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 but is it that big? Are you saying that, that that person should be doing that? 
Or are you saying that you should be taking those little clips and then posting them directly to YouTube? Just like you do to Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, see, I don't want to do it. That's why. I have a bandwidth issue oh. here. Oh, oh, you're the bandwidth I'm the issue. bandwidth. Uh, and okay. that guy's got bandwidth, and it's very uh, dial-up right now. Okay, got it. Got you know it. what I'm saying? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to work on that. Yeah. All right. Well, it's about time for our annual business get-together yeah. with the entire you look crew. At the, uh, you look at other shows, and I think there's mm-hmm. one sports show specifically Mm-hmm. That is probably at the at the top of the top right now, mm-hmm. and that would be Senor McAfee, and that yeah, dude's putting up like great job. four, five, six clips a day on top of his live YouTube show. Yeah. that's what I would well, want to do, but you know, yeah. Was... All right, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. But in the meantime, I'll tell you right now, I'm not. I don't want to spend a lot of money on on something. We got to grow this, you know. So YouTube is to me the one place where we got to grow. We're happy to be on 1090. And it's a great traditional media outlet, 1090. And I love it. And I love radio. I still do. To this day, I love radio. And I know I'm, I'm I, Alex, you know what that makes me sound like I am? Oh, yeah, young and hip. Old. Oh. Yeah, right. And young and hip too. Mm-hmm. That too. I still love radio. And, and I still love cable television. You know, I mean, I love the fact that we've got our show on TV at night. I do. Um, but I just feel like you got to be on people's phones. And so audio podcast, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Amazon Music, iHeart, all these places, that's where we at. And YouTube is even the best place for it because, I mean, it's like the other night. I'm driving home from L.A., right? And the San Diego State basketball game was on against Stanford. I could have listened on the radio. Believe it or not, I I could have heard the San Diego home of Aztecs basketball in L.A. I could do that. I could turn it on. But I'd rather actually use my phone to go on to an app, one of millions on my phone, Browner, go on to my Cox Contour app. That's my cable company, Cox. So I have the Cox Contour app. I open that app. I go to the Pac-12 network. Now I've got my phone in my car and I can hear the the, the Bill Walton telecast of the game. Now, no offense to Uncle Teddy because I had both kind of going back and forth, but I'd rather use my phone then use my radio in my car. So got to get this YouTube thing going. You feel me, Brown? And you got to get a subscription. To what? YouTube. I got a subscription. What you mean? I subscribe. Why don't you put your notifications on then, dog? Come on, bro. We've been over this. I can't have, I don't like stuff popping up on my phone, man. It makes me nervous. I know. Me too. Can't do it. You know what really makes me nervous? When I give my phone to my girlfriend and she's doing something on my phone. You still do that? I'll let her use my phone. Bro, listen, my girl, uh, any girl actually used my phone, bro. I threw that thing to the ground. Broke. Not oh, working. really? Really? Can't like Tom Brady. Thing. Like when they wanted to <laughs> look at Tom Brady's text about the flake gate. He's Slam like, what, this joint. phone right here? Mm. Hand. Step on it. Hit it with a hammer. Alex, yeah. will you let your wife now? I have to got to get used to calling Mar your wife. Mm-hmm. Will you let Mar have your phone? Do you have anything to hide? Is there any reason why Mar could not be going through your phone? Nope. All good. So she can use your phone. I don't care. Yeah. See, I feel the same way. I don't. I feel, but I just, but I, but in the back of my mind, like just like any other guy, like in the back of my mind, I'm like, gosh, I just hope something doesn't pop up because I got every every notification is on from every yeah. single thing, Telegram, WhatsApp, tweets, texts, Facebook. I, like I'm just worried that at one point something's gonna pop up from, and she's gonna be like, what's this? Who's this? What's what's this all about? It's bad. Like, it's bad it's for nothing. business. It's bad for business for me. It's bad for business. I can't. Bad I for can't, your business. It's huh? Bad for business <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. I can't allow that. No, 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 no. Right. I got bad right. timer. The all second right. she pick it up, I get eight messages from the wrong person. <laughs> all yeah. at the same time. See, I'm in a. Really? 
yeah, I'm, I, yeah. picks and videos. That's the wild card right there. Is the picks and videos. Yeah, yes. man, I can't allow it. I can't allow it. Uh-uh. Okay, what are you saying, Alex? I'm saying that's the wild card right there. Is the the group chats? You know, you don't really yeah. know what's going to come your way. Mm-hmm. I don't even have face scan on my phone in case I fall asleep. Oh damn! You know, like here, here. I don't <laughs> want to. Th- what kind of double, triple, quadruple life you be living? I'm 007, baby, shaking out stirring. Yeah, if if there was a, if I had to think of someone that should never hand over their phone, Browner would be at the top of that list. Mm-hmm. I'm the number one draft pick. Yeah, like there, like, I think number one overall. Yeah, right. and I'll tell you what, this is not knowing at all, but there is a 100 percent chance that the number we text Browner is not the only number he has. Browner, you got burner phones? Is that even a real question? Come on now. Come on. Come on, bro. Dude, this Come guy's on, got bro. this guy's got like an Android. On, this man. guy's got like a Wang Wang. This guy's got like a, a Wei Wei. Yeah. I got a beeper all up in this. Let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me help y'all. I bet you there's a, a Friday, there's a Saturday, and there's a Sunday phone. All right, yep. there's two phones. There's one, two. Don't tell. Oh, now. there's three. Oh, good God. Come on now. Four. Are you for real? You're kidding me, <laughs> right? T- Listen, hey, man. You're kidding me, Listen, right? Man, I got, now. I got, and, I got and a lot. He wonders of, why of, he has baby mama drama. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of businesses. <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of Damn. businesses. All right. That's wow. gonna that I sh- we should probably delete that from the video. That that's gonna come back and haunt you sometime. Oh yeah, that's gonna that's yeah. gonna come up in court. Beep all listen, beep all yeah. that. Beep all yeah. that. I, out. I can, yeah, I can never gonna... reach him, Your Honor. He doesn't answer his phone. <laughs> I don't answer that phone. Yeah, right. And she's like, which phone? I, mm-hmm. And then she's like, Look at this video, Your Honor. I think this <laughs> this is into evidence. Exhibit A. Browner walks around with faux phones. Uh, uh. <laughs> hey man. Just, you know iPad got iPad got different number on it too, but that's a completely different conversation. A lot of businesses, a lot of, a lot of businesses, man. A lot hey, of strength. Listen, listen, before we get started on today's you know show, we, we always use the opening segment to just kind of warm up, BS, get loose, whatever. Uh, fellas, good week for you guys so far this week, wouldn't you say? Pretty good week. Listen, my lungs, happen? my lungs and my legs don't agree, but yeah, yeah. great. I mean, tell me, uh, tell me about your new bikes. I, I saw Alex yesterday. Alex, your bike is a model. Alex takes these pictures of his bike, like in front of like landmark buildings around mm-hmm. San Diego on the bike. Oh, hey, work it, girl. Mm. Work it. Mm. Let me mm-hmm. see that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Show me them spokes. Yeah. I yeah. was an influencer for my bike. Tell me. Uh, Balboa Park, South Park, North Park, downtown, anywhere you want. I was there yesterday. Um, and I went just to just because I have a lot coming up. So I wanted to get it all out the way and go take pictures. So I can like distribute them as it looks like I'm very um, active, mm-hmm. but it really all happened in one day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> got different lighting, got different shadows, got different places. No, it was a really good time. And all honestly, so you went out to do like a shoot, and and this way you have content already the there yeah, that put you in can the put out new stuff every day. Yeah, like Price is Right episodes. I filmed four a day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's so nice. yeah, it was a really good. What's funny though is I actually I actually do that bike ride on my normal non e bike. Mm-hmm. And I come back, you know, I, my watch says I burn 1200 calories. It takes me an hour and 20 minutes, whatever, dude. Yesterday, 500 calories burned on the, on the, on the e-bike in, in 40 minutes with stopping to take all those photos. Dude, Insane. between, between the iThrive weight loss product that you're on and now 500 calories burned on an e-bike, mm-hmm. you say it was an 11 mile bike ride. It's like 12 and a half, 13. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful, man. You're going to lose a lot of weight. Lost a pound last night. 
Nice. <laughs> That's 500 calories burned, pal. Yeah. How about you, Brown? How's the new e-bike treating you? How's the new ride one up? I'm, I'm going on my first real long exclusive ride today. Uh, I think I'm going huh? to ride down the Wonderfront. Check it out. Oh, look at the setup. Uh -huh. You know, get some snaps down there. Uh, might drive around a little Italy for a little bit. Get some snaps over there. You know, just uh, get, just stretch my legs out. Stretch my legs out. I like it. You're gonna go down hey, the um, shell. Take pictures of the shell. Uh, I don't know what that is. Isn't that where Wonderfront is? Isn't that part no, of? Yeah. It? So Wonderfront is down in that area. Oh, the I, shell. You know, well, you know where the the Rady Shell is, the uh, the concert venue downtown. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. So speaking of Wonderfront, um, well actually let me do this. Speaking of Ride One Up e-bikes, if you go to our website, Ride the Number One Up, Ride One Up co slash Great Friends. You'll find that the coupon code there is great friends, $50 off any e-bike purchase, $400 off right now, selected models during their Black Friday promotion. You'll see if you're following Alex and Brown or on Instagram and on Twitter, uh, if you're following Kaplan and crew, you'll see all kinds of cool stuff going on here, man. And, and if you're thinking about an e-bike for Christmas, you know, let's say you got a kid and he's he or she's, you know, 13, 14, but you know, they need to get places, but they're not ready to drive yet, you know? E-bikes are safe. They're good exercise. Um, they're fun as hell. And um, they're really affordable now, more so than ever before, uh, especially when you use our promo code. So um, check them out. Check them out. Ride the number one up.co slash great friends. All right. All right. You mentioned Wonderfront. Look what I'm holding right here. What's that? I'm holding a FedEx oh. that I received. Ooh. Oh, hey. From what you got in there? from oh hey yes. you got a mouse i got a mouse pad <laughs> does bill hagan like, just have like boxes of those hanging around bill bill the next time you send me some leave the mouse out bro i got like <laughs> four of them yeah and look inside of here buddy here you go yeah buddy here you go wonderfront and inside of this wonderfront there are bracelets okay Ooh. that's one and I, and I got well and i got one for you browner Right here, mm -hmm. and I got one for you, Alex. Right here. What you wait, mean? That's it. What you mean? One? one? Wait, 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 wait. You mean two? Well, there. No, I mean what? there's six of them. There's six, and I needed four, and you guys each got one. That's nice. That's not how it went. Mm, that's not. You can keep that's, mine yeah. if I don't get two. Right. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. Two or nothing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we don't. Come on we now. don't get the other one. You will have six. You will wow. literally yeah. have six wristbands. You are nothing. <laughs> yeah. I, listen, I thought you guys weren't. You, I thought you guys were going to say the same thing about the e-bike. I'm not taking one e-bike. I get two, or I don't get any. I'm grateful there. But I'm going to need two wristbands. No, no, no. All right, we're just getting rolling. We're going to have a great day. We're going to have a great weekend. Stick around, everybody. Just getting started. This is Kaplan and Crew from the Seven Mile Casino. Hey, great friends, this is Kaplan and crew, along with Grande and the Brown Man coming to you from the 7 Mile Casino studio, 7milecasino.com. If you are a great friend and you like playing blackjack, poker, and table games, if you're a great friend and you like Sammy's Restaurant and Bar, which is Sammy's Woodfire Pizza everywhere else in San Diego, if you're a great friend and you like convenience, 7 Mile Casino is your spot. That is your place. You are a winner at 7 Mile Casino, and if you have any problems with gambling, you call 1-800-GAMBLER, but you're not. Because you're going to go down there. You're going to have fun. You're going to win. You're going to go over to Sammy's. You're going to have those duck tacos. You're going to have those slider burgers. You're going to have those great salads. You're going to have a nice stiff drink. You're going to have fun. You're going to win at 7 Mile Casino, 7milecasino.com. All right, fellas, we got a ton of stuff on the hit list today. Wondering where you might want to start. Chargers, Chiefs getting ready for Sunday night football. 
lots of NFL news. Um, we're just days away from the start of the World Cup. And if I'm being honest, I don't know a whole lot about the World Cup um, and, you know, who's supposed to be good. I'm just a pure USA fan. That's all. So um, I'd love to hear maybe Alex could kind of make us sound like we're smart, you know, make everybody sound like they're smart. So when you go to a party and somebody's like, hey, you watching the World Cup? Yeah, you know, Brazil. Why? They look really sharp. You know, they're really good. I mean, good right there. Maybe we could maybe we could get some some a little advice on the World Cup. Um, there's a lot of other things that I'd like to get to today. Uh, the Raiders and now the quarterback and the star receiver, they support the coach because I'm sure those guys want to play together for a lot longer than one season. So try and keep it all together. Um, San Diego State football, there's some stuff there. Um, Steve Lavin yesterday, there was a lot of comments about the Steve Lavin stuff. So I want to get to that. So, all right, fellas, I'm throwing it out there. What's most interesting to you today? You know, by the time this uh, people watch this, I wonder if we will be throwing a little parade for our third baseman mm-hmm. or if we're just going to be like the disrespect, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't want to get too deep into that. Maybe tomorrow's better for that. Mm-hmm. I will say, I will say, got a lot of reaction yesterday from my comparison of the three owners, the three children that own teams and how like we didn't really pound I mean, I think I put pieces together and then we all started p- placing pieces together here together about how terrible these Spanos, Bus, Davis kids have been at running their teams. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of reaction from that. I don't know if you guys want to talk about more of that. Was but it a positive reaction or was no, it, it was, it was like it was an agreement. It was almost like a like a light bulb went off and people were like, that's true. Like Jeannie Bus, Dean Spanos, Mark Davis were all handed teams by their parents, by their fathers, and they have had well, Jeannie had one year of success, but other than that, like they have been pretty terrible. You know, um, somebody else you could throw into there is uh, Robert Ursay. There you go. I mean, he's another guy who's who his father handed him. Jim the team. Excuse me, yeah, Jim Ursay. The father must well, have been Robert Ursay. If we're gonna really, if we're gonna really do this, yeah. we got to start with the original person who sucks at owning the team, Virginia mm-hmm. McCaskey. Okay, so you you're going, you're going deep into the Bears, huh? Yeah, yeah. She's been mm-hmm. owning the team for. Longer than I've been alive. I wonder if uh, the I, time. I wonder if uh, Stephen Jones will join the list. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Somebody absolutely. said, but I saw somebody on Twitter say yesterday, "No, the, the, these examples are good." But then you look at like Jed York, who's the owner of the 49ers, and they're like, "Well, his father owned the team, and he's taken over the team." And I don't really remember. Um, I don't really remember the York. But they, what they won. won anything. What they won. Right. No, what have, type no, of 49ers? <laughs> the whole point is of all these people, Jeannie Buss has done the best because she actually got the title. Truncated, but nevertheless, got the title. The rest of these people, Virginia McCaskey's 97. She's been in the Super Bowl twice. Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, but at least she's been to the Super Bowl. I mean, under Dean Spanos's leadership. And under Mark Davis's leadership, also true. I mean, the, the Chargers and the Raiders have been disasters, and and the Chargers they kind of get um, the Chargers don't have the uh, the 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 stench of like the two and fourteen type seasons anymore because it's been a long time. The Chargers have been a at least a five hundred caliber team since probably two thousand four. Like it's but been I that feel like long. The Chargers get a pass. Because they've been in low, quiet San Diego, 
I think they get a pass for how bad they have been. And what I mean bad is they have two playoff wins in 15 years. Mm. Like that is a level of ineptitude, whereas Eric Williams alluded to, with the class of quarterback they've had for 25 years or whatever it's been. Well, no, it's been since 2000. When was your reason? Two or three. Okay, so for the past 20 years, they've had a solid to exceptional quarterback pretty much every year. I don't think Rivers ever missed a year or anything like that. Nope. So they've had a quarterback every single year, a good one, and they have two wins in 15 years to show for it. Yeah, and Eric said yesterday, he goes, what other team in the NFL has had that long of a period of time of really good sustained quarterback play? Like, what other team has had that? And I jumped in and said the Packers because they went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, and that's been – I mean, Brett Favre is probably – Yeah, I mean, Brett Favre's early 90s. And I think the the year that, like, Rodgers – I think it was Rodgers. He got a year-ending injury. Mm -hmm. Matt Flynn got himself a fat deal because he was so good there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Broke a collarbone. And actually, now that I'm like looking, I'm looking at it now. Mm -hmm. Five playoff wins. Five playoff wins since the Super Bowl year. Since 1994. Yeah. Five playoff wins. So Drew Brees, Philip Rivers, Justin Herbert, five playoff wins. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty bad. I wonder five playoff wins. I wonder how many playoff appearances. So if we're talking about 28 years. There's been in 28 years, the Chargers have been to the playoffs seven times. Yeah. Okay. And I and I would wonder, in the same 28 year period, how long, how many times the Raiders have been to the playoffs? Uh, it's probably been less than seven. But the whole point you made yesterday was a really good one. That Mark Davis, he has changed coaches over and over again. Ever since Al Davis died and Mark Davis took over. It's been a constant rotation of head coaches, offensive coordinators, and general managers. And then, of course, the move in the middle of all of that. And Mark Davis was kind of a joke and a goof in Oakland. He was kind of respected and became a smart guy in Vegas because how the hell did he get there and get that stadium built with like virtually no money? And now I think people are starting to understand that Mark He's Davis. still Mark Davis. Right. Same guy. May have moved towns. Same guy. Um, Dean Spanos moved north 100 miles, same guy. Jeannie Buss didn't even have to move. And Jeannie Buss and her family, all the dysfunction that has been reported and even in some ways kind of glorified through the um, through the series on Hulu, Legacy, um, those three are really fine examples. And well, all connected through Southern California, by the way. It don't takes, forget about the Raiders in LA. And two, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of, and this is... This is the this is the age we live in, but somebody got somebody got to say it. Okay, there are a lot of gloves off when it comes to Jeannie Buss because she's a woman. A lot of gloves off, or yes. what do you mean? Like there, people don't overtly criticize the job that she's done because she's a woman. So aren't the gloves therefore on? Well, I guess yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I got to. I turn mean, if you treat there. somebody with kid gloves, and I don't ever use that phrase <laughs> ever. If you treat somebody with kid gloves, doesn't that mean that you're treating them like in a like gentle sort of yes. a way? Yeah. So I would, but if you I say if you say the gloves are off, now it's bare knucks, homeboy. Okay. Yeah. 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 Then that was backwards. Yeah. 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 So I think Jeannie's getting 
a lot of criticism and I believe it's incredibly fair criticism, but because she's a woman, people might think that we're over criticizing her. Oh, I actually think the opposite. I think that Jeannie Buss gets a fair amount of criticism, perhaps even less criticism than she deserves. And the reason she gets less is because she's a woman. Well, she if you ask her, Venom. if you ask her, she gets overly criticized. She was on Rich Eisen a month ago, mm -hmm, almost in tears. Oh, dude. Saying, would you ask Mark Cuban about his inner circle? Well, well right. So Rich Eisen, obviously yeah. everybody here is Rich on 1090. Rich Eisen said to Jeannie, he goes, hey, you know, listen, um, people talk about this all the time. Like your inner circle. He goes, well, why are people so consumed with your inner circle? And she like, you're right. She kind of got teary eyed. Mm -hmm. It was like, would you ask Mark Cuban about his inner circle? And she pretty much overtly said, you're asking me about my advisory board, if you will, my group of people that I trust that are around me. You're asking me about that simply because I'm a woman, which means you don't think I'm qualified to do the job. See, I hear, I hear people say this all the time, though. They go, they go Jeannie Buss is not a basketball person. She's not a basketball person. You should let the basketball people handle that. I'm like, mm -hmm. this woman has been around professional basketball for 45 years yeah what she, do you mean she's not a basketball person what does that mean she's been in the business of basketball just as much as any man has and so what i my thing is if she took it if, if she took offense to that question i guarantee you mark cuban has a bunch of people who he sits around and he listens to when it comes to basketball now you think he mark davis is sitting around yeah, you think Mark Davis, and I'm making a joke, but you honestly think Mark Davis sitting around a bowl of, of Kung Pao chicken at P.F. Chang's being like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it by himself? Right, no. Everybody, every yeah. person at that level yes has people it. around you. Yeah. When you're that rich and you own an asset that's this important, um, you have to have people around you, you saying yes. Right, and so the same goes for Dean Spanos. Listen, why is Tom Telesco, just to use an example, why is Tom Telesco still the general manager of the Chargers? They really haven't been successful under Tom Telesco. Like, yeah. like you can look at him and go, he's had good drafts. He's produced good players. Joey Bosa is a really good player. Justin Herbert's a really good player. Mike Williams is a nice player. But this guy's always hurt, and that guy's always hurt. And, hey, he signed this guy in free agency. That guy's always hurt. The point I'm trying to make is, is that Tom Telesco is a yes man. Yeah. He's been in charge for 10 years. He has a losing record. No but, other, no other general manager would be able to do that. Jeannie right, Buss has been fully in charge. She she kicked Jim out. She's done nine complete seasons. They made the playoffs twice. One of them they won the oh. championship. And honestly, if you oh. look back, I'd have to like really do like a little bit of research. What I'm about to say, but if you look at those seven years, they are probably top fifteen. Top I know last year was like the third worst ever Lakers record ever. Mm. Like they're making consistently worst Laker ever seasons under genie bus i know and and it's hard to if we just stop for a second and think hold on we're comparing the lakers ineptitude to the chargers ineptitude and those two things would have been like opposites uh five six years ago the lakers and the chargers would have nothing to even do with each other in the same breath the Chargers being in L.A., I think your point, Alex, earlier about how they could kind of get a pass in San Diego because they weren't so visible. Mm -hmm. Now they're on this you know, bigger stage. 
and and people are going to notice because there's so much hype at one point and then there's so much failure later in the year right and and, so, and i will also add now that you're in la you're inviting media members to your building you're inviting these people to come take a look at you so now they are aware of you so now with like whoever it is whether it be a Stephen a whether it be a cowherd whoever every nfl network person that that picked i think five nfl network analysts pick them to win the super bowl this year like all these people that you are you are putting your 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 product in front of their face now they are now aware of you and i think the shine is definitely wearing off and, and you've kissed up to the media nationally and locally enough by inviting them to your place to your point and you've kissed up to these people so much to say hey pay attention to us mm -hmm. and they are and then these media people they feel like wow they're gosh if i need tickets i can call if you know, they gave me gear. Wow. That's, they let me in the war room during the draft. Wow. I'm like friends with these guys now. And so then what you do is you go hype them on the air mm -hmm. and then they let you down because they don't know what we all know. Right. Right. And it's, but, it's, it's actually pretty funny too, with the Spanos and the, the genie thing. Currently you have these like crown jewels. And I, I'll say for a lack of like, you have a rivers, you have a Herbert, the Lakers have a LeBron, they have AD and they still suck. You know, people might be, think we're not being totally fair because whatever the like, Chargers are have a winning record and whatever, but like literally, you have this crown jewel of a of, of a of an athlete, and you're not doing anything with it. Well, it is it is really amazing to me that we sit here and we have this conversation, and we compare Genie Bus to Dean Spanos, and the one thing about Genie, um, two years ago when the Lakers won. What I remember was the, I, I remember it like she's the first female owner to lead a team to a championship. And two years ago, she was being celebrated for being a woman and in her position and leading a team to a championship. Whereas now things have gotten so bad around the Lakers. By the way, this has been the best week. Like Lakers haven't played all week. They played Sunday. They play Friday. I haven't had to watch Laker basketball all week long. Great. The door swings both ways. I, also, and, I, and I hope that people, when they're evaluating her, they don't let that like get out of get away from them. Because as much as you can give a person credit for doing something because they're a woman, you should also be able to criticize them equally, period, in the position that they're in. I myself criticize her without even calling her a woman. I criticize her as an owner. And, and I think that she had an opportunity to really kind of put her foot down as I am a real legit owner in 2020 when they won that championship. But the more she speaks publicly and the more like, remember I brought up that shows that she did with talking to a medium, talking to her yeah. dead father at the Coliseum. Like the more she shows her insecurities about being an owner now you start getting a little bit more personal with her. And I think that's where it's different with her. We don't know anything personal about Dean Spanos and how he feels about his relationship with his father. Like that stuff's not out there. But Jeannie makes it so public that all she wants to do is appease her father, even though that he's already like passed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's what that think that's where with Jeannie, it's a little different because it is personal because she makes it so personal. Whereas, well, look, they, whereas public, like I would say public, public, more than public. right? Their sure. their family, their family has glorified the dysfunction. They, like 
if you've watched this series on Hulu and I got to episode eight and I still got to get to nine and 10. And every time I go to sit down to watch it, I never do it. They're not as uh, bad sign. Yeah. Cause it's a lot of padding on the back. Those, no, I liked finals. it. No, I, but Browner, I liked the series and I learned a lot about the family and about the history of the organization. And I learned a lot. Listen, you know what we say when you get to the end, you can't finish it. It ain't good. No, but it, that's, it's me. It's my ADHD and it's my like, you know, other stuff going on and, it's just not that important. You know, yeah. like when I was watching Dahmer, I was so on the edge oh, of my seat. What? Oh, the thing. Oh, is, oh sorry. What? I like Dahmer. Dahmer. I mean, I, I didn't it. like I don't like him and I don't like the story, but I thought that the series was incredible. Speak about glorifying things. Well, they did. They glorified, you know, what he cannibalism was. Cannibalism and right. murder. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, it's not the first person who is known as a mass murderer in America who there was a glorified film or series about. Come on. It's all bad. Okay, well, I'm just saying to you that that with that series, I had to finish it as fast as possible. With Legacy, I was in, 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 and then I got distracted, and I haven't gone back and watched the last what two. What about House of, of Dragon? A lot of the final two. House of the Dragon, I had to watch all of them. A lot okay. of the final two is about the family, you know? A, a lot about where they are now, what they're doing now, and how they don't talk now. And, and they all start crying because they all start complimenting each other on camera. Spoiler alert. So Because they don't even talk anymore. It's just it's, So they, they make their family issues public. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this whole conversation about how Dean Spanos, Mark Davis and Jeannie Buss are all owners of, you know, in, at least in the case of the Lakers and the Raiders, these are legendary sporting brands. The Chargers are not that, but they're all the, the common denominator is that all three of these current owners had these teams hand delivered on a silver platter by their fathers this is their primary business now and it's it's what feeds their whole family and they're all terrible at what they do <laughs> all of them are terrible at what they do and we'll talk more about the chargers and the chiefs which is the big sunday night game coming up because kevin keatsman from kansas city is going to be here as a matter of fact i was at a dinner last night with a guy and uh this kevin? guy is from no not kevin oh. but a guy from kansas city That'd be impressive yeah, real well. Wow. You, you, you want to hear something totally wild? Because Kevin's coming on in a minute. Last night I'm at dinner with a guy, and he's from Kansas City, and he mentioned Kevin by name. I didn't bring Kevin up. And then this morning, Kevin's former business partner, maybe they're still business partners, um, texted me six o'clock in the morning. He's coming to Del Mar for the races this weekend, wants to know if I'm gonna be out there at the races. So two Kevin Keatsman mentions in about 12 hours, and now Kevin Keatsman, the voice of sports in Kansas City is coming on the show to talk about the Chiefs versus the Chargers. Before we can Kevin ask him about here. notifications. Yes, we will. Before Kevin gets here, I want to just remind everybody about Penske San Diego. PenskeSanDiego.com is the website. Shop PenskeSanDiego.com. Acura, Audi, BMW, Honda, Lexus, Mini, Mazda, Mercedes, and Toyota. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. 12 dealerships, nine different brands, all throughout San Diego. So Penske San Diego is the place to be. Uh, Penske San Diego is here to serve you, everybody. All you have to do is shop PenskeSanDiego.com. P-E-N-S-K-E, PenskeSanDiego.com. Before you go out there and you go, hey, we're going to go look for a new car. We're going to go walk the lots. Don't don't waste your time, man. Go to PenskeSanDiego.com and look before you go out. And by the way, you can buy online. Makes things I've been on that easier. website so much. Well, you're trying to get rid of this. You're trying to go down from two cars to one car. Now that you got an e-bike, now you don't need two cars. 
it's addicting being on that website, dude. I'll tell you that. Really? Much. Oh yeah. Scrolling through it like a catalog. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Kevin Keatsman <laughs> is coming up next. Stick around. We're going to talk about the Chargers and the Chiefs and the Sunday night football game. This is Kaplan and crew from the Seven Mile Casino Studios. All right, great friends. We welcome you back inside the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com, along with Grande and the Brown Man. This is Kaplan and crew. Whether you're listening on radio on 1090, tonight you're going to catch up to us on television. By the way, I'm telling you right now, um, the interview we did yesterday with Steve Lavin was so amazing, and that made it onto TV last night, didn't it, Alex? Nope. Yes, it did. No, it didn't. No, it did not. <laughs> when will Steve Lavin make it onto TV? Oh, he will make it on TV very shortly. Yeah. We, for those of you that listened to it yesterday, I know I got a lot of feedback. Uh, you'll see it on TV. And this guy will be on TV at some point with us as well. Kevin Keatsman from Kansas City. I always say Kevin Keatsman is the voice of sports in the Midwest in America. Uh, was on a radio station for 20 years that broadcasted to eight states. And now he dominates the market just with his podcast alone. <laughs> Here is Kevin Keatsman back on Kaplan and crew. What's up, Kev? Man, I'm letting you guys down. I need a Kaplan and Crew sign behind me somewhere. I, I mean, you guys have enough of those? Well, let's see. Strange here. Enough signs that say Kaplan and Crew because I'm never, I'm not, never sure where I am when I'm watching you guys. <laughs> well, let's see here. If you put the best all four thing you of us do on is the screen, remind people, Kevin. Yeah, put all four of us on the screen. Let's see. Yeah. Browner got the, the the monitor right there. Browner's monitor is kind of dark. What? You can fix that. Hey, man, see, the thing see. is, like, the thing Give is nowadays. TV money. You know, when you put something on the internet, you never know where it's going to end up. Mm -hmm. True, and you and you never know if you'll get the right credit. This way, we know if you see it, you're going to see it, right? No matter and where then, you at. And then, Kev, then I got this neon light here, right over my shoulder. Yeah, which I this see that one, one really illuminates and lets people know what's going on. You know, it's beautiful. Thank you. It's it's actually bigger than your sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> Did you take any business classes at Pitt? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Took those business classes. So, Kev, um, give us a little update uh, on, on where the Chiefs are as the Chiefs are getting ready to come to L.A. to take on the Chargers. We know what's going on with the Chargers, and we get to see what's going on with the Chiefs, obviously, but a little state of the Chiefs right now going into this game. Well, they're in really good shape. I mean, they're physically getting healthier. Their points scored are up. Mahomes' touchdowns are up. Their offense is actually better without Tyreek Hill. We have a drinking game here in Kansas City that most of the country doesn't know about, but maybe they'll start talking about it. Last week, the Chiefs played a harmless little noon game against the Jaguars, but they sent Jim Nance and Tony Romo here. Yeah. And by halftime, when Phil Sims said the name Tyree Kill, that was five in the first half and halftime that Tyree Kill was mentioned on the Chiefs broadcast. Chiefs fans do a shot whenever an announcer says Tyree Kill. It's a toast. It's a laugh. Tyree Kill's doing great. The Dolphins are doing great. The Chiefs are doing better without him. And the discussion is just completely over in this town. And we make fun of everybody that brings up Tyree Kill. So, if there's Kansas City people watching this, if you guys bring up Tyreek Hill. Oh, it's on. I can't tell you what's in there, but I'm ready for the Tyreek Hill <laughs> shot. That's, that's what we're doing in Kansas City these days. Why are they better without him? Man, he's just got more targets. I think Mahomes, instead of looking for number 10 or number 87, which he's done for five years, I think he's just looking for a red jersey. And, you know, he's going through his progressions and he's reading it, and it doesn't matter who he's throwing to at this point. You know, Kelsey's numbers may be down. They're, they're not really so far. He's having a fine year. They may be down a little because he's just spreading it all over the place. I mean, it's just, it's been remarkable to see. They added this guy, Kadavius Tony from the Giants. It was like the most, the, the least well-known trade before the trade deadline. <laughs> Chiefs gave up like a sack of footballs and a kicking tee for this guy. 
He was a former first-round pick, and he has just burst on the scene. He scored a touchdown last week, had three catches. He ran the ball twice. He's going to start returning kicks. I don't know how they do it, man. I've just I've given up even trying to figure it out. They just find guys, they plug them in, and Mahomes is really that good. He just it just works, man. It just works. Pretty amazing, too, right? Because um, you think about this is probably the greatest period of time, I'm guessing, in Kansas City Chiefs history. And by the way, I mean, the Chiefs go back to the early, early days of the NFL and the Super Bowls, right? I mean, but but right now, this is this is the best time ever for the Chiefs. Yeah, and it's not really close. Those Chiefs teams of the like 60s and 70s, I'm too young to remember them, but they were great. And then the merger happened. The Chiefs were in Super Bowl one and they got drilled by the Packers. They won Super Bowl four, but there was a 10 year stretch where the Chiefs was one and one and one. But a lot of that was the AFL and nobody cared. You know, there was no Super Bowl. It's like, oh, that's the AFL. That's not the NFL. You're not really that good. At least that's what my dad taught me. So, no, there's been nothing like this and there's no end in sight. I mean, I don't know how long Andy Reid coaches. But as long as he and Patrick Mahomes are here, the Chiefs are a force every single year. Well, I, I get, that's my point. I mean, there was a time, Kev, when, when you used to come on the show and the Chargers were really – this is when the Chargers were in San Diego – and the Chargers were really, really, really good. They were in it every year. And the Chiefs were trash. Right. You know? And so yeah. it's funny to hear you say, you know, you don't know how they do it. They keep making the right moves. They let Tyreek Hill go. They pick up this guy, Tony, from the Giants, who was a first-round pick. I had to look him up out of the University of Florida – um, that I've never heard of and they, how are they doing it? They just keep getting things right. And, uh, and it's interesting to hear you talk about how good they are now knowing the history of when we used to talk and how bad they used to be. Right. I mean, there was a long gap between Marty Schottenheimer and Andy Reed. There were some winning years. Dick Vermeil had a couple of nice offenses and some playoff teams. It wasn't like they were the lions or the Browns, you know, never in the playoffs, but they didn't win playoff games. They'd never had an AFC title game at Arrowhead stadium. Now they have four in a row. And right now they're the one seed on track to have the fifth year in a row at their stadium. It's just completely unprecedented. The day Andy Reid arrived, this is nobody knows this or, or talks about this. The day he arrived, he had the number one pick in the draft. The Chiefs had the worst record, the worst. They were one in 15, and they drafted Eric Fisher at left tackle after they had traded for Alex Smith. And we thought, oh, okay, the Chiefs could have drafted anybody they wanted at quarterback, and they traded for Alex Smith. And we thought, here we go again in Kansas City. Alex Smith was a good player here. They won a lot yeah. of games with Alex Smith. Yeah. Then they made the deal to trade up and got Patrick Mahomes and it changed everything. And, you know, the AFC has been weak the last few years, but it is not anymore. This is getting harder and harder for the Chiefs. They got beat by the Bengals last year in the playoffs who went to the Super Bowl. The Chiefs are only two and two at home in those four home games to go to the Super Bowl. That ain't great. I mean, Andy hasn't been great in the playoffs. He hasn't been great in title games and he hasn't been great in the Super Bowl. But my God, does this guy know how to win a division? Yeah. I mean, it is ridiculous watching the Chiefs in the regular season just steamroll this division. And all they're talking about this week is this thing is over. If the Chiefs win Sunday night, the AFC West is done, yeah. and we're not even to December. Hey, Kev, hey, I uh, just want to ask you just real quick because we were having this conversation before you came in. So Dean Spanos was handed the team by his father, and Alex pointed out that in 28 years, they've only been to the playoffs seven times. Mark Davis was handed the team by his father, and he's turning the Raiders into a mess regardless of his nice new stadium in, in Vegas. And we're talking about Jeannie Buss who was handed the team by her father. And yes, the Lakers won a championship a couple of years ago, but in her time as owner, they're really, they've been bad and they've got huge salaries and big name players, et cetera. In Kansas city, the hunt family owns a team and the guy who's the current hunt, the team was handed to him from his father too, right? Why is he, in your opinion, a better owner than the three that we were talking about? 
okay, Lamar Hunt, the dad who is deceased, was a visionary. He had the idea for the AFL. He thought, let's, he was, he lived in Dallas. He was a rich kid. His dad at that point was the richest man in the world. It was the Hunt family of Texas. They had oil and silver, and they were the work, they were the wealthiest family in the world. And so he was the kid, and he's like, I love football, and the Dallas Cowboys are here. Let's start the Dallas Texans and start our own league and compete against them because he was just a rich kid. And it turned out that the AFL worked. It wasn't working in Dallas, so they moved to Kansas City after a couple of years. Then he put together this coalition of teams. It worked. He built it. I mean, the, the man was a visionary in a lot of ways, not just that way. He got in Major League Soccer early, and Kansas City has championships in soccer here, and the Hunt family owns a couple of soccer teams. They became part owners of the Chicago Bulls under Lamar Hunt. He's invested in Premier League teams in soccer, and he did this 25 years ago when nobody was watching soccer. So Lamar Hunt was kind of a visionary, but he wasn't a great owner for the Chiefs. He was cheap. I mean, I can't overstate this. He was cheap, and he was overly loyal. He would be too loyal to his general managers who were no good. He wouldn't fire anybody. He didn't like to rock the boat. He just wanted to make his profit, live in Dallas, make money in Kansas City, and life is good. Clark, on the other hand, went to SMU, graduated number one in his class in business, understands how you really make money in sports is by winning and building a brand and being more than just one of 32. And the day he took over, the Chiefs started spending money. They started using draft capital to go get quarterbacks and bring people in and say, look, I'm going to be the team that hires Andy Reid. He's available. There were several other teams that wanted him. The Cardinals wanted him. I'm going to overpay Andy Reid. I'm going to get the guy in here, and then I'm going to get the right people in charge to find me the players. And it's worked. And, and honestly, I know Clark Hunt's made a lot of money owning the Chiefs, but paying a half a billion dollars to Patrick Mahomes is good business. It's good business. You're going to make more money in the long run because your franchise is going to be worth more. If you're a winning franchise in a smaller market like Kansas City, I don't know what it's worth now, $4 billion probably. But, I mean, it's more than that on the open market because what if, if you ask Jeff Bezos, do you want to own an NFL team, which one do you think he wants to own? I'll take the one with Patrick Mahomes the next 10 years. I mean, it literally has just completely transformed the business, and I think Clark saw that. His dad never saw it that way. His dad was, keep the payroll down, don't pay too much. He was way too loyal to people. Clark's got a, a way better handle for how to run this thing and that's go beat the other owners well wow, that's awesome to hear man how about that guys we were talking about dads handing kids teams and teams falling apart and kids being bad owners kevin just told us how the kansas city chiefs owner was bad and now the kid has the team and they're good um kevin keatsman is here his podcast kk has issues yeah it's appropriate yeah i know that should be the name of mine too what would you say, look at this transition, is the Chiefs' biggest issue if you had to pick something out? Uh, the Chiefs' biggest issue is Andy Reid isn't great in the postseason. They have a tendency to fall apart. They get There's a little hubris involved in this. They, they are convinced they're great, and that can bite you in the ass. When you're playing the Bengals in the playoffs and you're looking across at Joe Burrow and you're going, well, they've never won anything. We're going to beat these guys. Look, the last three times they've played the Bills, this is uh, – Last year in the regular season, mm -hmm. then the epic playoff game where the Bills took the lead with 13 seconds to go and the Chiefs came back in 13 seconds. And then the one this year, the Bills have been the better team and it hasn't been close. In all three of those games, the Bills were the better team. Yet the Chiefs found their way to the AFC title game. So they always believe they have this magic. You know, I think the Bulls were like that with Michael Jordan. There was always this mid-season thing. You'd be like, oh, are they, is this the year they're not as good? And they'd turn it on when they had to. The problem is in the NFL, you're one and done. There's no seven-game series. If the Chiefs don't turn it on in a playoff game, they're going home. And I think that is their biggest single problem is they go into every stinking game thinking it's going to be easy, and this league is not like that. Even though 
Andy Reid is a good coach. He is a good coach. I think he's a very good coach. Hall of Fame coach. Great coach. Getting Great coach, to but... two, getting to two Super Bowls for Kansas City and losing two AFC Championship games like that to me, to me, that's not a bad thing. Everybody gets beat. Like the other guys get paid too. And I think Pete. Sometimes people take Andy because this is what happened to him in Philadelphia. He didn't quote unquote win enough, and so they he got ran out. And I think I hope you guys that people think it's in, Tom Brady's fault. I hope that I hope that people in Kansas maybe I hope that people in Kansas City like- understand what they have in Andy Reid as opposed to hitting people with the two and two record because you could be like Chicago and it took one of the guys off the staff and never sniffed nothing close to it. I just feel like for a long time there, the Patriots made it seem like winning the Super Bowl was easy. Even if you have a Patrick Mahomes, it's not. Right. Mahomes won Super Bowl. Tom Brady won Super Bowl. Drew Brees won Super Bowl. Payne Manning, two. Like, it's not easy to win five or six. No, you're and right. Think, and, yeah. and this may sound dumb, but at one point, wasn't Tom Brady like three and three in Super Bowls? And people yes. are like, oh, he's yeah. only won half of them. I'm like, three and three. Yes. We'll take that yeah. here. The Chiefs are one and one right now. We'll take three right. and three. So your point is very well taken. Um, I, I just think with Andy, you know, one of the things that really sticks with me was the Tampa Super Bowl. How do you have Patrick Mahomes in that offense? And they didn't score a touchdown in that game. So what was it? They, they can say, well, it was the Britt Reed crash three days before that almost killed Ooh. the little girl. Maybe the team was weird. I don't buy that for a second. I think it was hubris. Again, I thought they thought Tom Brady's an old man. We've watched them on film. They're not as good as us. We're going to Tampa. We're going to kick their butt. And they didn't score a touchdown that night. I mean, they've they've really revamped everything they do offensively since that game. You know, Tampa would play the two-deep zone. They'd cover it deep and say, you're not going to beat us with deep plays. The Chiefs don't need that anymore. They can dink and dunk you to death. They have multiple receivers. They don't count on throwing it 50 yards downfield, but they can. So they really had to change everything after that Super Bowl. But the fact that Andy didn't identify that coming in or know what to do with it in-game and say, okay, we've got a problem here. Let's deal with this. They were not competitive in that Super Bowl. And that, that to me, still is an example of what happens to Andy Reid in the postseason. They're also, also their ability to just let Tyreek Hill walk. I thought a lot of people made way too much of that. You have the guy in Patrick Mahomes. You have the coach in Andy Reid. Those two guys will figure it out. And like you said, they have. And to me, this has made Patrick Mahomes, this is the best version of him. Because what got them in trouble in that Super Bowl is we can score in seven seconds because we could just throw it to Tyreek Hill. You ain't got to worry about that no more. You got weapons all over the place. And utilizing these weapons has made Patrick Mahomes far more dangerous, if you ask me. No, no question, especially over a 60-minute game. I right. agree with you. It may be not as, as dangerous as last year with 13 seconds left against the Bills, I, but I don't know. We don't Around here, we don't count on Patrick Mahomes not being able to do anything. But, again, <laughs> you, can't, you can't get yourself in a situation in the postseason where you go into a game and either take them lightly or have the wrong game plan. The Chiefs are an NFL team. Nobody is good enough to overcome those things. Guys, we've watched football our whole lives. We know this about this league. The Chiefs... Here's, here's an interesting thing about the Chiefs. So are they the odds-on favorite to win the AFC? Yes. Does that mean anything? Well, let me put no. it in perspective. The Chiefs lost to the Colts, which was the first team to fire its coach this year. Yeah, right. That's right. And they, they lost to them under Frank Reich. Yep. And it was right. clearly a game that the Chiefs thought, all we got to do is show up in Indianapolis and this game is over. Mm-hmm. They phoned it in and got their butt kicked. You can't do it. Kevin Keatsman is here. Kevin Keatsman's podcast is called KK Has Issues, and he does. And uh, who doesn't? And he talks a lot about sports and politics and life and, um, 
it's really great. So you should check it out. And I say that because, um, KK, listen, here's the thing. You, you never know when you can expand your audience into Southern California, you know? You got a lot of people listening and watching on YouTube, listening on radio. So why not try and pick up some more listeners? How do people find the KK Has Issues podcast? The easiest way is anywhere you listen to podcasts, you hit the search bar. It's KK Has Issues or Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. The website is kkhasissues.com. You can play all the podcasts right through there. We have plenty of listeners in California. I can see every day. Now, most of them, I'm sure, transplanted Kansas Cityans uh, because it is kind of a Midwest podcast. We do some politics or news events that are national. When when big stories are happening, we talk about big stories around the country. But it's, I think, a, a pretty solid mix of of news, politics, sports. Clearly, people come to my podcast wanting sports. Most every Monday and every Friday, it's all sports. During the week, we hit on some other things. So I like the balance. It's been a 2.0 version of me. You know, I get to talk about things and do things and and have people on that I wouldn't have, I would never have had on doing just sports radio. So I find it, uh, you know, really kind of tickling my funny bone and enjoying my broadcasting, sitting here in my home office with my dog who's right down there. Yeah. Life's same. good, man. Dude, Life's same. good right here. My, my dog is literally laying right here. You, yeah. Sometimes you can hear him snoring. He likes Sometimes. to lay. He likes to lay by this All light because he every day. Yeah, he, right here. He looks. He they likes ever to wonder who the hell are they talking to? Right here he is. Right here. here. Ever wonder that? Here, this dog is right here, <laughs> just laying here, sleeping, awesome. you know, minding his own business. I love it. Uh, I love working from home. I really do. Um, although I will tell you this, just real quickly. Um, and I told John and Alex I would never leave my house again. Like I was always going to be doing Zoom calls the rest of my life. I don't want to waste gas. I don't waste time. I don't want to go out for lunches. I was wrong. I will say that face-to-face -face meetings help move things faster, but I'm now a Zoom guy. <laughs> uh, but I'm finding myself going back out, doing a lot more face-to-face -face and, and real hand-to-hand -hand combat because uh, things get done. I, I didn't think that, but now I do. Well, I like doing this, but mostly I don't like people walking into my office with their problem. That's what I didn't like all the years, you know, being a partner in a business is like a guy would walk in and say, man, I got a flat tire. I can't afford new tires. Can you help me out? Is there anything the company can do? I'm like, I, I'm so tired of everybody else's problems. I couldn't take it anymore. So this is great like that. But I don't know how you guys are. I got to leave the house every day. Oh, now, me too. I, we live in this. We're in Kansas City. We don't live in the city. Like I'm on the edge. I'm on the southwestern edge of Kansas City. If I, you know, drive a mile to the west of my new house that we built here. There's fields, all right? There's cows not far from here, like literally. And we like it that way. So I got to get in my car sometimes to just go drive, open Dude. the sunroof and get some air because I'm just not used to being home every day. I'm still not used to it. I've been doing it for two years Dude. and I'm not used to it. I went to work every day for 36 years yeah. and I'm just not used to this. Dude, I, I drive to LA once, sometimes twice a week. And people are like, damn, you drive to LA that much? I'm like, I love it. I love getting out of my house. I love being in a new environment. Browner, you said that we should ask Kevin what he does about notifications. Kev, do you have notifications on your phone? Do you, do you have notifications on or are they all off? And if so, from what apps? Well, I'm not a techie. I get notifications on my phone, but I can't honestly tell you what I've got it set up as my son mostly did that for me. So I get <laughs> notifications of things that I subscribe to. So um, I get things from podcasts that I listen to or whatever it is that I follow and check out, but I don't use it through an app. It's however the iPhone is set up. Things that I actually follow, I get notifications on. You hear what that, that make makes, sense? you hear what that makes Kevin sound like, Alex? Say it. Say it. Say it. Old. It makes yeah. you sound old. Like when you, when you, and, and me too, Kev, these guys tease me no, all the time. No, actually, well, I guess the sun's setting it up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because uh, preface context is always important, Kevin. Is it though? It's because Scott started the show by saying guys like me. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I was like, oh, what does that make you seem like? Like a fresh, young, hip kid? No, I mean, guys like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah. So, hey, Kev, before you roll, I'm curious. Um, got about a minute here, but but you're going to take the Chiefs to win this game. I mean, the Chargers are all beat up, right? I mean, they're too hurt. Joey Bosa's hurt. Their left tackle's hurt. They're getting their receivers back this week. They're just too beat up everywhere. I got to think the Chiefs win this game. All right. So we have gambling in Kansas now. And oh, lucky dog, you. We lost. Six and a half. Blown out the water. Oh, there man. is no chance I'm betting on the Chiefs minus six and a half. Zero. This is a division game, but I called the thing Monday night. I was on a local show here on a news talk station that does some sports. They have me on to talk sports. And he says, oh, this Eagles commanders game is just going to be horrible. I said, dude, it's a division game. I, the Chiefs lost to the Colts. The Eagles can lose to the Commanders. I said, I'm not predicting it. And I'm not betting a bunch of money on it, but don't just throw this game away and say the Commanders can't win. I, they're, The underdogs have done great this year in the NFL. Four points or more, they have done phenomenally against the spread and won half of those games outright. This is the Chargers season. Whatever they've got in the tank, they're going to spend it. And the Chiefs have a 50-50 shot of showing up with nothing. I'm telling you. they, they Some nights, they just have nothing. So, no. I, if the Chiefs win by 17, fine. But I ain't betting. I ain't betting on them to win by a touchdown. No chance. How hard was the game in Kansas City? The Chargers should have won that game. Wait, you guys have betting there, and, and the city's it. not on fire. The the state hasn't blown up. Wait, what? No. What? No, There's not good. addicts in the street betting on their phones, shaking because they can't get another bet in their veins. What? <laughs> Kev, we got to roll. I'd love to. I'd love to keep going with this conversation. We're up against the break. Hey, it is great to be with you always. Thank you so much for doing this. And to everybody listening and watching, stick around. Plenty more to come. Kevin Keatsman, we appreciate you, buddy. Thank you very much. All right, great friends. Uh, it is Thursday afternoon. It's Kaplan and crew. We're coming to you from the 7 Mile Casino Studios, 7milecasino.com. For those of you who are just getting with us, we were talking to Kevin Keatsman. And Kevin forever was like the number one sports radio guy in Kansas City and then said something on the air one day about Andy Reid and it turned into total cancel culture, like fire him. How dare he say that about the coach? And he has gone on to reinvent himself, as he called it, Kevin 2.0, and doing this podcast from his home. And Alex, he mentioned his dog. Like, he likes being mm -hmm. home because his dog is like so. And I said, look at my dog. Dude, I got my camera on, on my phone right here. I, I don't know if you can put me on the on screen here. But I've got another camera going right here. And my dog, dude, this dog sleeps right next well, to me. You're not in the room. I'm not? Oh. Mm -mm. Oh, might be. My B. <laughs> I I was. Mute it. Now mute it. Okay. It's going to create an echo. Right. Now I got it. There you go. Even See? though I still have an echo. Um, but look at this. Look at this dog. <laughs> what a chunk. Dude, look at this dog. <laughs> just this dog just, th this dog literally lays next to me the whole show. <laughs> like, and, and if there's any food of any kind, he comes around, starts scratching my leg. Like, I'm like, Dude, you don't like apples. You don't like vegetables. Yeah. You know? Same. This dog all That's hilarious. day long just sleeps. Well, right he's in. tired from biting gardeners and landscapers, dude. dude my office, up. my office here at my house. I know most people always see us this way. They see this. Mm -hmm. It my office is such a mess. It is I find look at what's going on in this place. It is such a freaking disaster here. And I just this past weekend cleaned out like um like all the mail that's been here on my desk 
this, I am like, this is like my room in my house where I'm like, I don't want people to come into it because I'm like, dude, it's just such a disaster. How many naps have you taken on that couch? Um, funny. I, I don't really nap on that couch. Look what's going on here. Microphones and lights. Are are those your people's choice awards? Those are my, those are what are called the, the Mandy awards for my, my LA honors that I, I took down. Okay. You know, LA cap. Yeah. And then this couch right here, funny you ask that, Browner. Um, today, I was on a call this morning with our man, Ernie Hahn. All right, I'm, I'm going off this thing. Uh, I, was on, I was on a call this morning with Ernie Hahn, and I was sitting there on that couch talking to Ernie this morning because, you know, getting ready for, for Wonderfront this weekend. And I'll tell you something real quick. I, I guess I'll make a comment about this, and then we'll get into this Raiders conversation. You know, it's pretty amazing. You guys, it, did you guys go to Wonderfront the first year? I don't recall. Yeah, yeah, um, I did. Sunday, I went Sunday night. You did. Remember mm-hmm. seeing anybody that uh, stands out? Uh, yeah, for me, uh, Tribal Seeds, uh, Manchester Orchestra, Tucanes de Tijuana, mm-hmm. and uh, what was the main? I don't remember the main one that day. I was I came back from USC game the day before, so I was pretty tired. I yeah. think I bounced. Brown, how about you, man? No chance that you remember anything. Oh, Miguel, saw oh. Miguel at mm-hmm. night. Miguel and I saw somebody else that I can't remember. God, I wish I could remember who I saw. Um, But anyway, uh, you know, I went down there for, I guess it was probably two nights last time it was here. And, and things like this don't happen unless you're ultra local, meaning like, um, like Ernie Hahn for 30 years is running the sports arena. Right. And before that, his family is kind of an influential family in the growth of downtown San Diego. And so through, you know, being, um, having a family that's, that's been in town for a really long time and been super successful. And then to run the arena for 30 years and understand the promotions and concert business, when you're transitioning, you say, I want to, I want to build a festival and I want to build a festival for San Diego. And I want to build it for people from San Diego, people who live here that can actually enjoy this kind of stuff. So what's the slowest, quietest weekend of the year? It's, it's the weekend before Thanksgiving. So that's when the hotels aren't filled and the restaurants aren't filled, et cetera, et cetera. So he's like, that's the weekend. And then what you do is you take all of your political clout, all of your connections, not just to you know, get the venue and, you know, deal with everything that has to be dealt with, you know, the city officials and the police and, and, you know, first responders and, you know, I mean, security and freaking I don't know, portable bathrooms. I mean, you're literally calling on everybody, you know, cause you've been in town for your whole life. And then by the way, how do you put something like this on? What you go out in the backyard and pick money off the tree? No, man, you got to go around town and you got to find people that will buy into your vision for what this is supposed to be. And so now here we are. Um, I want to say, is this the second Wonderfront? Because there was the first one. Yeah. Then there was the pandemic. Right. And this is the first one that's coming back. Yeah. Correct. And I'll tell you, man, Rachel and I went to the first one and it was like magical for the two of us. And we had the best time, the best, you know, location in San Diego and great bands and whatever else. And so I can't real. I'm, I'm really, really excited. So let me just say this. Yeah. I would say that the, also the, as expected, the level of headliner increased. Oh, big time. A lot yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at no disrespect here, obviously slightly stupid, Ben Harper, MGMT, Miguel, Nikki jam, Don Omar. And now you got 
Zach Brown Band, Kings of Leon, and Gwen Stefani. Yeah. Right. And I'll just tell everybody, if anybody's coming down, guys, I've got your I got your passes right here. I got your wristbands right here, pal. Plural. Plural. Wristbands. Plural. Right? Here, Plural. Here's two. Here's two for Brown. Here's two for Browner. Here's two for Grande. Here's two for Grande. And I hope there's two more left in here. Oh, yeah. there's two. Are they the here. kind that I can take on and take off? Or I got to wear this thing for three days in a row? Um, I would, if I were you, I would put it on kind of lightly. Loose. Yeah. So that yeah. you can kind of take it on and off. Uh -huh. yeah. And then, you know, like if you don't go on Sunday, I always like I'll hand it off to somebody else. Here you yeah, go, I'm not man. going Sunday Yeah, because I got this bad bunny one that I think I could sell on online for like fifty dollars. People would be crazy about this thing. And like it came off and I couldn't put it back on. Mm -hmm. It's not fun. Yeah. Um, these uh, these wristbands, these were these were good ones, man. These were like six hundred bucks a ticket. So, um, you know, it's for all three days and uh, and I don't know, see how far it gets you. But I'll just say this just last thought on this whole thing. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna hey king you. Yeah, well, I'm, I see you backstage. I'm gonna be hey king and people because I had lunch with a group of guys yesterday and they were all a bunch of kings. And I was like, hey, you know, you guys are all coming down to Wonderfront. I may need to hook up with you guys. Did we get? Did we get regular or VIP? They're not VIP and they're not regular. They're somewhere in the middle. You know, that's what I because I asked hey, Bill as a person who's been to concerts on the stage. Mm -hmm. Backstage is not what you think it is. No, it's not. No, I actually do. I hate backstage for concerts. You can't see anything. It's not, it's not, it's not about not that. For it me, it's, for me, I'm more. I just like being in the VIP area because that kind of gets you to a different level of how you can get to the bar, how you can get to the bathroom. That's true. Oh, wait, so we don't have that. We don't have that access. We do not have that access. Okay. Okay. Now, okay. now we'll okay. we'll probably get that access when we get there, and the security guys see us and they're like, "Oh, you guys, come on." Okay, come so on it's in. general admission. Mm -hmm three-day wonder pass mm -hmm. that's what i think we have and vip yeah i think so we, we have, have the wonder, wonder pass. pass yeah so we get fast pass entrance lanes mm -hmm. okay exclusive wonder lounge access at seaport village mm -hmm. okay access to the vip's wonder lounge located okay. side of the main stage okay raised viewing deck at the Ooh. side of the main stage reserved up close viewing section at the main stage okay private luxury restroom trailers oh private bars and lounge seating spaces okay nice I'm going to every bar See, on every bar. See, these are the wonder passes. So I guess what I would like to just say is um, congratulations to my friend Ernie Han of 20 plus years. Uh, it takes a local to put this kind of deal on. You know, it takes a local to go to all the politicians that he's known forever because he's probably been taking care of them forever when they want to come to shows at the arena. It's calling in those relationships. It's calling everybody you know in town that would be willing to or has the resources to invest in a in a company like this to put on a show like this and then to come back around and go hey we're going to make it better this time we need more money for bigger name artists etc cetera, etc cetera. it takes a local to deal with stuff like this and uh, ernie han built this thing from ground zero and then ultimately essentially kind of handed it off to the people from Austin, Texas that are in this, this business. Uh, but it, these things don't get done without guys like Ernie Hahn. So shout out to my man, Ernie, much love to you, brother. And uh, we'll see you down there at Wonderfront this weekend. Um, Linda's son's band plays Saturday afternoon, right, Alex? Yeah. Do you know what time Linda's son's band plays? Uh, I can't okay. find out. So I just want to say to anybody that's listening or watching, that's going to Wonderfront. I believe the three of us plan to be there for Linda's son's band. Yes which I will find out what time it is because I have a horse running on Saturday and I really like to see that as well. So um, I, may, I may not get down to Wonderfront until, you know, in the afternoon. But, uh, and then on Sunday, Keg the Band, our man Bill Hagen 
who just tore it up at the poorhouse in Oceanside this past Saturday night. Bill's band is sounding tight. Keg the band, the hardest working dad band in North County. They're on stage on Sunday. And I, I know for sure that Sunday with Bill's band, they're on at 145 in the afternoon. So come on down. We'll do a little day drinking, you know? I see Kenny cool. can fly at the Spirit of San Diego stage. I see him from at 4 and 5 o'clock listed. Yeah, I think they could. Uh, th there's a couple of bands that are playing like multiple sets. Is it on the same stage? Yeah. Okay, that's, that's. I mean, I don't know everything about what's going on, but that yeah. seems a little strange. But But I think I also saw him on Sunday. Yeah, there's a few bands that are playing uh, multiple days, different stages. If you're local, you, playing... if you're local, you better try to play every day they're here. Right. Yeah. I mean, in, nice. in Linda's son's case, he's flying in from Boston to hit the skins with his band on on Saturday. So hopefully they hit do the play another one. The skins. The drums, dog. All right. The skins. Come on now, Brown. Be cool. Come on. Be cool, baby. Come on, Brown. Uh, I could have said drums, but I said skins, dog. In my community, hit the skins means to have sex. Well, in my community, hit the skins means you're playing the drums. So I'm just trying to clarify. I won't yeah, I mean, we're learning about each other's communities. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, it's yeah. nice, man. It's nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, I love I love Urban Dictionary. Yeah. Um, hey, coming up, um, I want to talk about the Raiders. And I want to talk about how Derek Carr and Devontae Adams are now with Mark Davis giving their seal of approval for Josh McDaniels. We'll get there in just one second. Um, before we do, I want to remind everybody, if you want to deal in real estate, and I, when I say deal, what I, if you want to buy a house, if you want to sell your house, if you're looking to you know, buy a, an investment property, or if you've got questions about the real estate market, what's going on right now, when are things about to change, when's a more advantageous time, talk to Gary Cooper, Mountain Trust Realty Services, 858-376-1299, 858-376-1299 for Gary Cooper. Gary was on earlier this week. He actually was like, I love the wine festival. It's like my favorite event of the year. But my second favorite event of the year is the Kaplan and crew holiday party on the Yacht America. That is coming. And I would just say this to everybody. Um, if you go to our website, kaplanandcrew.com, and you look on the events section, we have just posted December 17th, 3.30 to 5.30, Captain Fathom, Captain Troy Sears, the Yacht America, Next Level Sailing. Uh, we love these guys. And this is like my favorite, favorite thing to do during the year is this great friends holiday party. And I'll just tell you this, Alex and I are compiling a list of what we think are like the closest of the great friends, because I think that, well, yes, you're in, you're in. No, I'm saying I'm compiling yeah, you the list. me, Browner. Don't you think we all should have an, a, a say in this list or no? I mean, off the top of my head, you know, it's Don and Lori Benson who you put are. on the pregame tailgate party. <laughs> You know, and it's all it's it's everybody whose names you know. It's Christian Hogan. It's it's Juliana. Uh, it's uh, it's it's Joe Rigby. It's Tommy Tommy. I mean, these are our these are our people. These are our brand ambassadors. We want to bring everybody together, have a holiday party, and then they go do us the favor of spreading the word. You know. So. Anyway, Browner, you have anybody you want to bring? No, I gotta take my phones. <laughs> gotta go through my phones and see who uh who's been naughty or nice this year all right all right mm -hmm. alex you bringing mar to the party i don't know i haven't even talked well, to her you about should it. yeah probably yeah should. you should talk to her about it because you know she she may have something else planned for you on december 17th i have like two or three friends that like didn't go last year that want to go this year okay i know that so you want to reserve a few spots right 
Well, they'll probably hook it up with beer if I do. Oh, hell to the yeah, yeah. I'm also, I'm also trying to figure out what kind of party I want to bring to this to this boat. Because this, this is more of a business thing for me more than it is a fun thing. It's a, it's too much of a mixture. So I can't bring the I can't bring the fun crew. Last year, uh, one of the best things that happened was Ruthie from Tory Holistics. Her husband Peter, he's a great guy. God, he's hilarious. This guy, um, and my son is there. My son came, and my son goes, "Dad, um, Peter just sparked a joint." And I'm like, "Yeah," because his wife is the marketing director at Tory Holistics, and people started passing this thing around. And uh, Captain Troy came running over, like, "No, no, no, no smoking on the boat." It's a wooden yeah. boat. <laughs> this year we'll have come to on, people. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. All right. So listen, um, if anything, if you need Gary Cooper, he's there for you. 858-376-1299, Mountain Trust Realty Services. And make sure you're checking out our website, kaplanandcrew.com, because I'm hoping to see some people on the day of that boat trip rocking some some Kaplan and Crew merch, including, Alex, I love the new Slay Queen so. tees. I told my daughters, they're like, yeah, we want those t-shirts. I'm like, then buy them. Buy the new Slay Queen t-shirts. Okay? What are you doing? Checking right now? Yeah, you know. Well, I want to see, you know, because you promised mm -hmm. that sororities would 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 be buying these up, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm really not seeing that right now. That, so that is because my two daughters are not doing what I'm asking them to do. They just aren't doing yeah. it yet. Okay. Are they well, are they driving out of the state lines? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me go into the Raiders here for a second. Uh... So we've been talking today a lot about how, you know, when it when an owner hands off a team to a kid, we're seeing evidence that these kids don't know how to do things. They don't know how to run these teams. And in the case of the Chargers, we've known about this forever. Dean Spanos, John Spanos, A.G. Spanos. These guys are terrible operators. OK, it's why the Chargers have been to the playoffs seven times in 28 years. When you look at the Raiders, the big problem that the Raiders have is that their owner now is too much of a meddler. He's constantly firing coaches. He's constantly going after the shiny new thing. If Mark Davis would have left Rich Bisaccia, the guy that led the Raiders to the playoffs last year, in place, the players loved that guy. They respected that guy. They would have. And by the way, he was a Gruden guy. I mean, as if Gruden had to go, and you, you thought it was because he got, uh, you know, outed by the league. Well, why not keep a Gruden guy and the Gruden philosophy in your organization? But he wasn't sexy enough. So they went after Josh McDaniels and all anybody's been talking about is that Josh McDaniels should be fired immediately. And now um, after hearing Mark Davis say, no, he's not going anywhere. Of course, he's not going anywhere. You're paying John Gruden. You're probably paying Mike Mayock. You don't want to pay uh, McDaniels and then pay somebody. You don't want to pay three guys to be your head coach and only one guy is doing the job. Teams like the Chargers and the Raiders, they don't want to fire guys like that and have to pay them out. So anyway, here's what uh, Derek Carr had to say yesterday to the press in Vegas uh, about his support for Coach McDaniels. Let's let's listen. We can giving him that vote of confidence. Does that let you guys just kind of exhale and say, "Look, let's just play football." You know what, Paul? Like it really did. You know, like just being here. You know, for for nine years and um, everything that we've all seen and and been through and it, some tragedies and all all the all the stuff, right? You know. I'm so happy to hear that, you know, Mr. Davis feels that way. You know, I'm so happy that, you know, he loves Josh. He loves Dave. He believes him. And it kind of just like gave us a breath. Like, yes, like, let's just, let's just get better. You know, let's just be, let's work on being a better football team. 
let's go try and win all these games. Let's go try and do all that, of course. But let's just be a better football team. And it kind of just let us know that the process, trust that process. Well, there is a process. And we do have time, you know, like during the season right now that we know, like, who our leader is. And we know that we're rolling. And, and, and that gives us confidence as a football team. So it absolutely, when he came out and did that, you know, like, thank, you know, thank goodness, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, look, if you're Derek Carr and people are thinking to themselves, well, you know what? They keep changing head coaches. The quarterback is the same guy. Maybe they're going to get rid of the quarterback. And um, you got to support the coach if you want to stay. That's if you want to stay. I think he does. What about Devontae Adams? Because if I were that guy, I'd be pissed. Like, man, I came here to play with my boy Derek Carr, and he might be gone after a year because of this new coach. What did Devontae Adams say? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure for some guys, my, my mind has always been like that. And, you know, I've always had, uh, you know, the I don't know if the feeling is the right word, but, uh, you know, at least hoping that that'd be the case and that they, you know, be patient with the, the whole process. I mean, you look at the, the history of this place, I mean, I don't think a playoff game has been won in over 20 years here. And, um, you know, there's no magic coach that's going to come in and, and change that. And I think that Josh is doing a great job and he, he, he does deserve that in my mind. I think that. Um, you know, we can all be better in certain instances, but, um, you know, some of the greatest coaches that this league has seen has had some tough times and I'm sure they didn't all come out the block sprinting, you know, you know, like Usain Bolt, uh, you know, starting their career off or, or starting with a new organization. So I think it's a good move by him doing that. Um, it's good for Josh, it's good for the rest of the guys too. So what do you guys think, man? You got now the quarterback, the star receiver and the coach all aligned when the quarterback and the receiver were calling everybody out for not being as invested as they are now. Hey, it's the three mm -hmm. of us. We're all going to be here. You guys jumping on board or not? What do you think? What are, what were they going to say? That's, uh, that's <laughs> always my, whenever these things happen, that's my only other question. What were they going to say? The truth? No. Cause there are also reports that the guy's a jerk and he can't get along with people. So which, but let's cut to the real issue here, Brown. These two guys got paid. $300 million combined. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the, no matter what, they will be there. I don't know about Derek Carr. I don't think that's a guarantee. That's the, a the, lot of money guaranteed to hit, that, man. We talk about Mark Davis not being in the Ford stuff. Put a cap hit. Now, add a cap hit to that. Well, I mean, if you actually look it up, and we can do this, um, it's not as bad as you might think for Derek Carr, what the what the cap hit would be. So, I just find it interesting that they could be honest. If they wanted to be honest, they'd be like, hey, this ain't going well. This, this is a sucks. disaster. This, this is a complete disaster. I hate this coach. And I can't wait to get out of here because they have been yeah. paid. But they're at least saying that they're kind of selling the company line. All right, we'll talk more about this coming up. We're in the 7 Mile Casino Studios, 7milecasino.com. Stick around. More to come, including the highlight of the day, man. This is Kaplan and crew. Friends, what's happening? It is a Thursday afternoon. It's Kaplan and crew from the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. Is there an NFL game on tonight? Yes. I mean, I need a game tonight. Yes. What do you mean? Oh, man. It's things happening. Like, oh, dude, I, I didn't even look. Titans Packers. I got to turn that on. You know what's funny is that if you watched the Packers play football this year, they shouldn't be favored by three points in this game. I don't know where Vegas has been watching. I know that they just beat the Cowboys. That's what it is, man. They beat I know the Cowboys. It's it listen, it's just like the Rams. Or excuse me. All it it's, takes. it's just like the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers beat the Rams. Then they go overseas and they win the game. Who they beat last week? Um, 
nobody good. Who, who did the, the Bucks? Rams, the Bucks. Yeah, who did the Bucks? The Seahawks. Play? Excuse me. So, so the here's what now people think: the Bucks beat the the Rams, who aren't very good, beat the Seahawks, who people probably weren't really believing in anyway, and now two straight wins, and everybody's like, Bucks are back. Mm -hmm. Bucks are back. With Green Bay, you're down 28-14, and you score, and you get the game uh, to where you can win the game in overtime against Dallas. People are like, okay, Green Bay's back. Yeah. Green Bay's back. This is a team that lost to the Jets, the Commanders, the Bills, the Lions, all in a row. But because they, the Cowboys choked that game away, they're back. Even mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers said, we ain't dead yet. Like okay, I get it. Okay, I get it. Uh, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, how, one win, one win. I will give him the benefit of the doubt. And as a Vikings fan, it's still in the back of my head that we will somehow blow this massive lead we had over them. Have over them. I think they're in second place at four and six. So I get it because history tells us that they will come out of it. But Titans, Eagles, back to back. Good luck. But even but but Tennessee tonight, super hurt. A lot of guys not playing. So even if they do win this, because before the before I found out about these injuries this morning, I thought that the, if they win this game, now you need to start getting worried because Tennessee's defense is good. Their offense is very suspect outside of the run game. But with a bunch of guys out, they win this game. Again, you're still whatever, whatever. Yeah, I mean, And then we just saw Philadelphia lose to Washington. Yeah, I just nobody's uh, good. Well, I don't know if that, I don't know if nobody's good or if, if teams that aren't good are better than we actually give them credit for. You know, I mean, that like, could be true, too. I mean, Washington is a team that you would probably look at with Taylor Heineke and you'd be like, OK, they're not good. And then all of a sudden you see the emotion that that kid plays with and the way guys rally around him. And you're like, why is he not the starting quarterback? Why is Carson Wentz considered their good. starter? Uh, I, think he's, I think he's better. I, I, I don't you know what it is, Browner? I wouldn't give up on him yet. I'd rather see what Taylor Tyler Taylor Heineke, whatever. I'd rather, is this, I'd rather see what he can do than see what Carson Wentz okay. can do. Well, right, but he's been. With I agree team. with you. I agree with you. I agree with you. He should he should play out the rest of the year because Carson Wentz, for whatever reason, it just doesn't work. I don't know why. It I'll just tell you why. Because he's not good. Okay, cool. That's your opinion. <laughs> Great. Well, I know you think but he's Taylor, in top five. I know. I think Tyler Henneke, We've seen this movie before. He comes in and replaces a quarterback who gets hurt. He wins a game or two, and now everybody's like, "Oh, let's give him a chance. Well, let's see what he can do." I'll say the only, I would say the only difference between the Packers and the Bucks when we're talking about hype and who's back is that the Bucks are actually getting healthy. Like the Bucks had a lot of injuries to start the season. Mm -hmm. I think they threw out a game where they literally had no receivers of, of name. Like all three of them were out, mm -hmm. and now they had to pick up uh, Cole Beasley right, at one point. Right, remember that? And now where's he yeah. out of the league? So they, Mike Evans is back. Godwin's kind of back. Julio's back. He scored last week. Rashad White is taking that running back position away from Fournette. Like, I think that the difference there is that the Bucs are getting healthy, whereas the Packers, they're not getting healthier. They just had a really good performance from a rookie, a rookie wide receiver, and now everybody's like, oh, this is the thing they've been waiting for. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's when you ask the question of why are the Packers favored in this game, that's kind of why, because the public thinks or wants them to be back and that's how Vegas is trying to get it's you also to, a, you know, continued, bet on the on one side. It's also a continued doubt of the Titans. Oh, nobody believes in the Titans, right? No, even right. though last no. year they're the number one seed in the AFC, they don't make it to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Nobody believes in the Titans. Nobody yeah. believes in Ryan Tannehill. Correct. Nobody believes in him. Right. Yeah. I know. Right. So, yeah. so tonight we're and this game should be going on like right now. Um, tonight you got the Packers. Um, and I guess it's a somewhat interesting game against the Titans. 
And then tomorrow night, I'm just thinking out my football weekend here. Tomorrow night, San Diego State is on the road in New Mexico. At New Mexico tomorrow night. Now, am I really going to watch that game tomorrow night? No, you're going to be at Wonderfront. I'm probably going to be at Wonderfront. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just hope it's another progression. Like, I count, I count this year. I know that they're bowl eligible, whatever, but I count this year as like a long, long, long preseason for Jalen Maiden next year. In the strong. That's yeah. all my in the in the season strong. I if feel, this guy's gonna be the quarterback going into next yeah. year, you now have a solid base to start on offensively going forward. Because please don't yeah. come back next year with running the ball 40 times. I feel like please he don't do that. He and Ryan Lindley have developed something in these five games that he's been the quarterback. Cause when I was there on Saturday, it wasn't just a pass. It wasn't he he can run and he can pass. So just continue the progression of made in the quarterback. He's a big dude. He is I don't a big know how, dude. I don't know how tall he is, but if I had to guess, I mean, this kid looks like he's 6'4 and like 240. Like he, he I'm not saying he looks heavy. I'm just saying he looks big and thick. Now, you may look up his his stats, Alex, and he may be 6'2, 210. Let's play a he game. He looks big. How tall is Jalen Maiden? Dun, 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 dun. Any guesses? Six. Six. Well, he was a cornerback, so I would give him six one safety. Yeah, I'm going six four. Oh, six two, six two. If he was a safety, he is six foot listed, six foot three. Okay, so he's really six two. But all yeah. right, so he's listed at six three. And what's he listed as weight wise? Two twenty. Yeah, he's tall and thick. You know, it just it looked like a linebacker it, out there on at least against bro, San Jose. Obviously, I'm, but I'm kind of he kind of like has like a Roethlisberger, like he's big, heavy, and kind of can move. Whoever did not put this kid at quarterback, if they haven't been fired, please don't come back next year. <laughs> they already fired whoever the that person is. <laughs> Who, like what? What? What did you see in the guys you had that you didn't let this kid get an opportunity? And this is the part about coaching that bothers me. The best players should play, not some kid who transferred in. And the situation that you're in, when you start needing quarterback, no more chances. This guy should have gotten a shot way before we got to. I this wonder point. how much. Think about where they would be. Yeah. If this kid had started the season. But at did he come to the? Did he come to San Diego State as a quarterback? That he transferred as a quarterback, or did he come to San Diego, tra- San Diego State, having been a DB where he transferred from, which I think was like Mississippi State or something like that. I don't know. Me neither. When are we getting Ryan? Lindley? I wonder if uh, I have an S for Ryan Lindley. I wonder if um, that coincides with Ryan Lindley coming in. Or if it's really just Jalen's just that much better than everybody. I mean, he, that would be bad. That would be bad for the coaching staff. That would be really, really bad. Well, but if didn't, but, he had been there this whole time better, and you're playing these other kids for whatever reason that they had in the sauce. But didn't you mean Lindley, we are playing those other kids? Well, we no, he's saying they now. He yeah, we we when they moved to the. I just want to make my point. Yeah, trying to make my point. Uh, listen, I, I listen. I made no bones about it. When they in is we, no. until they ain't is them. Yeah, you're not allowed. <laughs> when they get in is we. Right now is them. Nope. But I didn't. Lindley also come to San Diego State this season. Yes, from mid-season. the same school that this quarterback was transferred here from. Like yes. I'm I, okay. So then maybe they had a history together. Maybe I don't. I, we'd have to talk to him. About I don't that. know. I we don't need know. to know. We need to talk to Ryan. Get him in here. We need to. Hey, what's this picture you you've sent me here of uh, of Brady Hoke? It's so funny on our our like all of our pre production uh, content. This picture of Brady Hoke. If you play it like, bef- but if you just put it up on the screen without playing yet, like Can't this picture, that. it's so funny. He's like got his head down. It looks like he's in the middle of a giant burp. 
You know, he's got his head down. You can see he's kind of balding up top. He's so cute, Brady Hoke. All right, uh, can we hear what he what's he talking about? Talking about Ryan Lindley. Oh, and Jalen Maiden. Oh, perfect. Um, Jalen probably, and I haven't asked him this, but I would think he uh, would feel real good about uh, that relationship. I mean, he's up here a lot, so usually, if you're up here a lot talking to your coach, there's a relationship there that's pretty good. Jalen said he's coming back next year. Do you see Ryan Lindley as his QB coach again, or how's that going to shake out? I hope so. I hope so. I got a lot, to, uh, lot of, uh, a lot of things we got to get done. Is he already contracted for next year? Well, there's, yeah, a verbal contraction. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> a verbal contraction. Yeah. I think Ryan. Hey, I think Ryan Lindley is the offensive coordinator next year. I think oh, for give sure. A fat yeah. raise. Yeah, for sure. Pay up. That's right. I think Ryan Lindley. And you mentioned it as soon as you got here. Scott. Heir apparent. Yep. He's the heir apparent. And if Ryan Lindley is smart, unless he gets taken away by if by whatever school, he stays here for a year or two, develops that coaching acumen, and does become the heir apparent to Brady Hope. Yeah. If he shows up, if he shows up next year, and this offense looks like a high flying, high profile, we can get recruits and skill positions. You the head coach, bro. <laughs> you the head coach, bro. All that, all that other stuff is over with. You the head coach, bro. It's been good, man. Thanks, but you walked off on us once, Brady. I don't know how we, this. I don't know how. I we don't went. think Brady's walking off anymore. No, Brady wants. To keep <laughs> I don't his think job. he is either. He wants yeah. to keep his job for as long as he can. We went from the Raiders in the last thing we were talking about the Raiders. We came back in. We we started talking about Thursday night football tonight and the Packers and the Titans, which then somehow transitioned to then Friday night, which is San Diego State versus New Mexico, and that's going to transition into I see what's going on in the waiting room. I see Dr. Maxey is standing by in our waiting room. I always like it when we have a doctor in the waiting room because we're always we're always <laughs> the people in the waiting room, right? So you know, <laughs> what do you mean it's lame? <laughs> what is it, like a bad dad joke? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. No, I, like I it. thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Here comes Dr. Maxey from I Thrive MD. And let's get our weekly update on our man Grande here. Alex, why don't you tell Dr. Maxey what you added yesterday? Rather than just your injection mm-hmm. and all this weight you're losing, why don't you tell mm-hmm. Dr. Max, say you actually got, got off your chair yesterday, got out from a yeah, good habits, man. We're trying to develop good habits. First of all, I already told Scott, like my diet is changing. Like that is like changed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I had tacos last night. I had one, I had one taco. That's <laughs> like that's crazy. But I added yesterday. Just a quick little 13 mile bike ride. No big deal. Just a quick little one right on. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I also had the benefit of having an e bike, so I didn't really pedal too much. <laughs> well, but he did come <laughs> back and he said that when he does that same ride with his, you know, non electric bike, mm-hmm. that it's like burning 1200 calories. And he said yeah. that yesterday with the e bike, same 13 mile ride or whatever, burned like 500 calories. So, what I was saying, Doc, is that if you're going to use iThrive Lean, and you're going to lose all this weight and you're not really real. Cause Alex, you've said you're not really been exercising since you've been taking this. That's what, yeah. Yeah. That's one thing. My diet has gotten better, but the exercise I've gone, has gone out the door. Right. So now think about this. If you're going to take the iThrive lean product and you're going to exercise, even if it's 500 calories, dude, the, the, he's going to accelerate this weight loss even more. Or so I think doctor. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's what he hit on a couple points right away. It's actually perfect segue. So, I mean, the main thing is the great thing we get to retrain how people eat, you know? So over time, as we eat a ton of 
carbohydrates, sugar-rich food that really like triggers our insulin release and dopamine hits, our body just becomes accustomed to eating so much more food and holding on to more calories, but it really doesn't need as many calories as we need. So Alex has experienced the thing where he's like realizing like, I only actually need a taco to feel good and my body can fuel itself and have plenty of nutrition. And then also as you begin losing weight, it's going to be easier to exercise. It's going to feel better when you're exercising. It's going to hurt your body less and you're going to recover faster too. So it really just allows people to step into those patterns of health and allow them to feel good while doing it as well. Because it's so hard to like, I'm sure if Alex hadn't lost his weight and it was still like eight, five tacos last night or whatever, I'm not sure how many tacos you used to eat in one seat in one sitting, <laughs> but you know, I'm sure you probably wouldn't have felt as good going on a bike ride and like running around all day, you know? So it's nice to just be light and functional and metabolizing well, essentially. Yeah. I eat like 12. <laughs> yeah. I can eat a lot. I mean, seriously, like I am, I, I am such a chronic overeater. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. all of us are. I mean, so many serving sizes, the average meal in a restaurant or the average plate of an American diet, it's like three times as much food as we actually need to eat. So when Alex takes this injection and when other listeners and viewers who have come in and already joined um, and and this is men and women, this is younger and older people. I mean, it's really for everybody. But when yep. you take this injection, I thrive lean, what is it that it is doing to the body? <laughs> So it's doing a couple of things. It's messing mostly with our insulin secretion. So when we're in our fed state, after we eat a big meal, our insulin spikes because it wants to bring in the sugar and the nutrients into the body. So typically what happens is when you eat something with like a lot of high fructose corn syrup or tons of sugar, it spikes super high, super quickly. And all that sugar gets like rushed into the body and your body can't use it all. So it starts storing it in your fat cells and in your liver as glycogen which leads to like fatty liver disease and accumulation of fat cells. Um, what this compound does is it stops that spike of insulin and balances our hormones that have been thrown out of whack just out of years of conditioning and how we're eating. It brings those insulin spikes down so your body starts absorbing the food slower. It moves it through the digestive system slower so you stay full longer and you actually digest your food better and you burn your fuels more efficiently too. So it really just balances and like kind of resets our gut to where it's supposed to be essentially. Hear all that, Alex? That's what's happening inside your body right now. It's a miracle. <laughs> it is a, the body is a And you know what's amazing? It, it, what's amazing <laughs> is, is, is I remember talking to iThrive when we first started promoting this product. And they're like, you don't have any idea that in a year or two years, the whole world is going to know about this product. Because mm -hmm. uh, they guarantee it. And it's FDA approved. And I know I've been hearing a lot of like celebrities that yeah. are, are using this product. Yeah, I've heard like Elon Musk is on it. I'm pretty sure uh, Kim Kardashian might've been using it. She lost a ton of weight lately. So a lot of people are doing it and it's also being touted as just like an anti-aging, like the longevity aspect of it is really untapped and there's gonna be more science coming out about that too. So it's really exciting. I think we're one of the first clinics to offer it in San Diego. And we are guaranteeing at least a minimum 10% weight loss of your total body weight over one year of treatment with us. And that can definitely be more up to 17% of your total body weight and upwards of that, depending on your case. Um, and we're doing, yeah. Look and we're doing the first three months right now for $2.99 a month, which is our special. So anyone who's listening, you know, that will be the fixed price for the first three months. Before. Yeah. First three months at $2.99 when it's normally it'll go up 
a lot. I mean, it's four ninety nine. It goes up to right. So you're you're saving six hundred bucks in the first three months. Um, Alex, yes, I think you do look younger, and I think you look thinner. I mean, I am telling you, Browner, when we were sitting there at the wedding, I was saying he looks like looks very different. I mean, you can see twenty pounds off the guy. Yeah, it was it was obvious. You can see that he had done something that he had cheated the system. (laughs) Yeah, it's beautiful Mm -hmm. to cheat the system. I feel. You know, it's funny. Like, I don't feel like a cheater. That's what's great. Yeah. I feel like I earned this. Well, I mean, dude, dude, I <laughs> this wish belongs I, to me. I You're yeah. protecting yourself. It's yeah. so funny you said that, Browner. I'll, I'll, I'll end it with this, Doc. I know you got to go. Um, so last week I started talking about maybe I should get on this product, right? Because I'm not losing weight. Now, the reason I'm not losing weight is because I have no discipline around food. None. I'm a chronic overeater. So I started on Sunday of last week. I said, I'm going to start running again. I've run three times. For a grand total thus bathroom, far. Bathroom to the kitchen and to the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I've done three, three outdoor runs so far. Alex, using the Peloton app, by the way, I'm, I got the Peloton app on my phone and I'm listening mm-hmm. to running classes. So okay. I've run a total of about 15 miles in three days. Wow. Okay. I'm hurting like a mofo. <laughs> okay. And I'm, what I'm trying to figure out is, will my body actually help me lose weight if I clean up my diet? Haven't done a good job of that yet and increased my exercise. Just started doing that. That's a good question. If it doesn't work, if it's not working for me, because I'm a little older than I was, you know, when I was in Ironman shape, dude, I'm coming to take that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually, that's a really common story. So a lot of people that see us, you know, they've put on 15, 25 pounds the last couple of years, and they're just in a place where they're eating well and they're exercising the way they used to, but they're just not losing that weight and they're not recovering the same too, you know, and we really want to get people over that hump back to their, you know, triathlete state or tough mutter state, you know, and get you going again. Scott, why don't you do both and just get shredded? Yeah. You know what? You know yeah, what? I'm, it's I'm, like I'm, the Power know. Rangers, dude. Like when their forces yeah. combine, bro, like, boom. Uh-huh. You, you want to know what I'm really worried about? I'm being totally honest. The reason Looking I too hot? No, the reason I haven't started taking it yet is because I'm worried that I'm going to take it and still overeat. So No. You well, can't. So what what happened? I if promise you, you, and you won't be eat, able to. You'll probably have like indigestion. You might vomit if you're eating excessively, but you'll definitely have a bit of heartburn and indigestion just because your body is literally it can't do anything with it. There's too much in there, so it's like it's got to go somewhere. I gotta be honest with you. I haven't said this out loud. It's happened to me maybe two times where I did eat too much, mm-hmm. and it uh, some of it came yep. out. Oh really? Like it, it? Yeah, like some of it came out, and it, it wasn't like like a murder scene, yeah. but it was like, you know, it was like, Oh, I feel, I do feel yeah, something. Like, I hate a little too much. Down. Yeah. 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 Interesting. All right. I think it's happened like twice. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, Hey, Dr. Max say it's great to see you, man. It looks like you got a lot of herbs over your left shoulder. Yeah. I'm actually at my friend's house. She's an herbalist. So we're doing yeah, player. I see you. Ayahuasca. Dude. I don't know. She got good <laughs> internet. I'll tell you that <laughs> right now. Herbs player. work on them <laughs> herbs. Mix them up. <laughs> <laughs> all right Bye, doc fellas. we'll talk to you later man <laughs> he's like i yeah, gotta, gotta go. go she's in her voice <laughs> i gotta go all right see you later dr max <laughs> tell you what alex this is uh you're doing a great job with this with this weight loss i'm super impressed and again the reason i said i didn't want to do it or was not doing it thus far is because i feel like i'll take it and then i'll still overeat i didn't know that you'd you'd done that a couple times yeah no, I, I don't want to make it seem like it's part of my daily habit or anything but there has been times where i indulged a lot uh, and I'm still breaking that habit, you know, of hey, I'm full, stop eating kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think I, it happened a while ago. But yeah, I, it's really, dude, I promise you, you know when you're full. 
Yeah. Like, you know, when you're full. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, um, we have had a really fun show today. Very strange show started off with like notifications on your phone. Lots about like owners who were handed off teams. Uh, there was a lot to today's show. I, I, I liked it. So listen, everybody who's, who's listening on 1090, um, we're moving over here to podcast. We'll have a separate finish for on the podcast side. Peace out, 1090 listeners. All right. Wrapping things up today. On radio today, you'll get the Steve Lavin interview replayed. Great interview. What's that, dude? Great it was a great interview. Um, and, and we aired it yesterday on radio at 530, and we'll probably air it today at like 430, I'm guessing. Um, and then Alex, when's Lavin going to make it onto the, uh, the TV show on Cox? Uh, one of the days next week, probably when we're off, we're off okay. three days next week. Yeah. We're, we're off next week for a couple of days. We're going to be on Monday. Then we got to go Tuesday. off Tuesday. I'm going to do Tuesday. What do you mean? Oh, I'm you're going to air it Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Got we're going to be on Monday. Alex is traveling Tuesday. I actually have to do a little bit of travel on Tuesday. We'll come back together again on Wednesday, pre Thanksgiving. Then we'll take Thursday and Friday off. Then the following week, we're back to, you know, normal stuff, I think, mm -hmm. you know, and then December 17th, I would say this, if you are considered and you know who you are, if you're the inner circle of the great friends, you're going to come with us on that cruise on December 17th. And if you're trying to get into the inner circle, contribute yeah, gonna, to the fun. It, it's going to be hard right now. Not I mean, it's, it's going to be hard right now. I think, you know, I, I, I do think that I know at least off the top of my head, like these are the people that support what we do. You know, th this is the, these are the names that I know off the top of my head that they support what we do. They show up when we, we ask, they, they buy the merch. Um, I have an just, idea right okay. now. Okay. Uh Oh, the oh, hardcore chatlins are still here. Yep. The hardcore challenge mm. are still on the right. Mm -hmm. Look around. If you want to go on the boat, comment on the video. Don't put it on the chat, comment on the video. Because I think the hardcore guys that you're talking about, the people that you're talking about, mm -hmm. we should do it at the end of every podcast. Yep. We find out who the hardcores are. Yep. Yep. So not type still here. Yeah. Still here. Yeah. Want in. Yeah. Still here. And I want to go. So if you're still watching right now on YouTube, down below in the comment section, still here, want to go. And let's find out who the hard, because I know Joe Rigby and I know Juliana and I know uh, Tommy Tommy and I know Christian Hogan. And I know Don and Lori Benson, and I know uh, so many other people that are not coming to me at this exact moment. But you know who that you know who you are. I'm finna you know? hit the streets with this bike right now. How about that? Yeah, go fit and hit them streets. All right, great show today. We're back tomorrow. Peace out.